Berlin. That song, of course, used in the original Top Gun movie, and it won an Academy Award for Best Original Song, and also a Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song. Richard Marks on the way in a bit, and up next, it's John Mayer. Attention SNAP recipients, I'm Bailey, inviting you to the Newark Farmer's Market on Tuesdays and Fridays to be matched up to $100 on all SNAP transactions. Just bring your SNAP card to the table in the main pavilion, Canal Market District, East Canal Street, in downtown Newark. And thanks to the support of the Licking County Foundation. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use previous siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text Mike'sRoofing.net. Really, Dad? Stop into the toy store and upgrade your ride with epic savings on Polaris ATVs and side-by-sides. This is Jeff Ward, and now through September 30th, you can save on select Polaris Razor, Ranger, Sportsman, and General models. With financing options as low as 1.49% APR for qualified buyers. There's no better time to take home a Polaris off-road vehicle. Explore the impressive Polaris lineup during our Upgrade Your Ride sales event at the toy store, Polaris. Think outside. Terms and conditions apply. Not all will qualify for financing rates. See dealer for details. Driver must be at least 16 years old with a valid driver's license to operate. Knox is the third place I have delivered. And hands down, it has been the best. We're thankful that we received excellent care so close to home. Knox Community Hospital welcomes you to our new freestanding birthing center where you can safely labor, deliver, and recover in a state-of-the-art birthing suite. It was empowering, and I couldn't think of a better place to bring Parker into the world. Knox Community Hospital, elevating care. The NASCAR Cup Series. Kyle Larson alongside, and the green flag goes in the air. Playoff round of 12 heats up at Talladega Super Speedway. Couple back straightaway. Another car is spun. It's William Byron who's going for a spin. Who will conquer the high speeds in Alabama? Checkered flag waving at the start-finish line, and Tyler Reddick will score the win. It's the Yellowwood 500. Sunday afternoon at 1 on Central Ohio's home for NASCAR, T100.3 HD. Having a reliable income is key to a secure retirement. Start planning now. Grab a cup of coffee and listen to John Heishman and the Safe Money and Retirement Show, Sunday mornings at 8. Safe Money and Retirement, Sundays on Kate 98. Listen to the high school football game of the week, Friday evenings at 645 on Kate 98.7 and the T100.3 High School Scoreboard Show, Friday evenings 9 to 11. Presented by Rip Burger Meats, McGuire's Distinctive Trucks, Trillion Farms, Linden Lighting, and Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. Case 98.7.
Coughlin here with you. A report that analyzed cubicle and desk usage in more than 24,000 workspaces across nine regions around the world found that 36% of desks are never occupied. Not all parts of the office, though, are in disuse. Meeting rooms for two to three people are 90% full on average. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba, please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. This message is for Karina, our mom who finished her high school diploma at age 28. Hi, Mom. It's Amethyst and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We love you. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Kate, 
Tractor Sales and Mike's Ruby. From Watkins Memorial High School, it's the Kate 98.7 High School Football Game of the Week as the Warriors play host to the Licking Valley Panthers. Hi, everybody. Brian Mays, Garrett Wanda. Welcome to another exciting game tonight we should have for you on our Friday night game of the week. Both teams coming in red hot. Watkins Memorial with four straight victories, including a victory at Brook, West Virginia on Saturday, 32-14. to Licking Valley not to be undone. They've also won four straight games. And the game that we had for you last Friday night here on Kate 98.7, a solid victory top to bottom over Zanesville, 42 to nothing. So, Garrett, on paper, this looks like an outstanding matchup this Friday night. Absolutely. I'm really excited to watch this one for sure. Like you said, both these teams red hot coming into this one. Licking Valley seems to be hitting their stride at the right point in the season. They looked very, very good against Zanesville last week. I feel like a really big part of this game is going to rely on Hayden Rogers' shoulders for the Panthers. He is going to have to play his best game of his career tonight if they hope to take down the Warriors in that very, very elite defense. Three shutouts so far through six games on the season for Watkins Memorial. Well, Coach Boffman said his best game this year was against Wes Holmes when they won 40-35, to but he looked pretty good last week. A couple of rushing touchdowns and a couple of throwing touchdowns as well. He seemed to be in complete control, and the defense 10 sacks last week against Zanesville, so we're going to see two, I think, really outstanding defenses tonight. Yeah, probably going to be a low-scoring affair is what I'll uh, have to bet on. Um, but yeah, I think we saw Hayden Rogers last week. Didn't really have to do too much. A lot of uh, the load was carried by Trent Marcus, who has been outstanding so far, especially on this winning streak. He has to come up big tonight as well to try to keep up, uh, try to take a little bit of that pressure off of Rogers too. It's got to be a very balanced approach on offense for the Panthers, similar to what they did last week. I think that's their key to winning. Um, you don't want to make this game too one-dimensional on offense on either side um, for the, each of these teams. 
And it's time to start looking ahead to potential playoff positions coming into this ball game. Watkins Memorial, seventh in Division Two, Region Seven. So if that held between now and the end of the regular season, they would host a first round matchup. Licking Valley is eleventh in Division Four, Region Fifteen, but they've got huge games coming up with this game starting tonight. They take on Lindsley from West Virginia, which could be a bunch of computer points next week at home, and then they close things out with matchups with Granville and Licking Heights. But Watkins Memorial, it's our first trip here. The crowd is great, and this team, I think, really does sometimes feel like they're under the radar, but after back-to-back five-and-one starts to start the season the last two years, they're starting to make some noise. Yeah, absolutely. Last year they had a really, really solid season. They're continuing to build off of that momentum, I think, into this into this season as well. Um but yeah, you're just saying, you know, D2 right now, it may just be a matter of time till they do move up to that D1 level. I mean, um, and this is another big game, you know. If you want to be considered, you know, kind of those elite high school football teams around this area, these are the games that you need to win um, for Looking Valley and for Watkins Memorial. These are the type of games that both of these high schools and organizations, coaching staffs really dream about playing and winning. Should be a good matchup. Our pregame will continue after we take a timeout as you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Hi, this is Charlie Burwell from Church Street Floor Covering, and we're happy to welcome back all the high school football players to the field. At Church Street Floor Covering, we support all local athletes and wish them the best of luck this season. If you're looking for flooring that can stand up to whatever your home team throws at it, Come see us at Church Street Floor Covering. We've been scoring big points with our customers for over 30 years. Church Street Floor Coverings, across from the Buckeye Valley YMCA. And don't forget to tell them, Charlie sent you. Everyone's always on a time crunch. Whether you're pushing your team to the end zone to score or pushing to finish the construction job for the customer so you don't have time to be waiting for materials. Get the lighting and electrical supplies you need when you need them, even in job lot quantities. At Linden Lighting and Supply, 200 West Monroe Street in Zanesville. LindenLighting.com. Get what you need. Get it fast. Get back to work. Good luck to all area teams this year. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. Welcome back to Watkins Memorial. The Warriors and the Panthers doing battle shortly, but earlier this week on the Licking County Locker Room Show we had for you on Monday on Kate 98.7, we featured the Watkins Memorial Warriors, and I had a chance to speak to their head coach, Darren Waters. Let's go to that interview. Third year in the program, 18 and 10, 9 and 3 last year, got a share of the LCL Buckeye. Program where you thought it might be when you got back into the high school ranks? I'm happy with where we're at and the direction that we're going in. Um, I think we're, we're a little bit of the ske- ahead of the schedule I thought we would be on, so I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Back-to-back years, 5-1 and one at this point as you get ready for, for league action to, to wrap up the year. So, I mean, that tells me that the team has gotten off to good start. 
starts, been very consistent, and you know the gauntlet that's ahead of you. But really, uh, you've got to feel good about last year's senior class, this year's senior class, of how they seem to be ready to go each and every week. Yeah, I think uh, last year's senior class did a good job of trying to continue to establish the foundation for the culture that we want to have in place. And this group really just kind of tried to pick up where they left off. Uh, what I think is a little bit more challenging for this group of seniors is we're really a young football team. We have a lot of guys that are new to the program or guys that are um, younger, and I think our seniors are doing a great job of trying to lead those guys and show them an example of how we do things. Afternoon ball game at Brook, West Virginia, uh, a program that won three state titles, I believe, in the 1980s. Seven to three at halftime. What was the message to the ball club that obviously not your best half of play? You turned it around, but what what was the message at halftime? We made some halftime adjustments. Um, I think my coaches do a good job of, of that, um, and the kids were very receptive. But it was also just talking about playing our brand of football. Uh, you know, uh, we, we maybe we needed to wake up a little bit from the bus trip, uh, but it was good to see them rally the way we did in the second half. And rally they did, winning by a final of 32-14 to 14 and basically a 32 nothing run after being down early and uh, Brooks' last touchdown was late in the ballgame and really insignificant. So you scored on offense and you scored on defense too. And how important is that when the defense is able to, to make some changes, not just turnovers, but get scores? Oh, it sure helps when they don't only just keep him out of the end zone, but they're putting points on the board for you. you know, and I think our, I think our defense has done an excellent job and just continue to get better as the year is going. Uh, they're a tight-knit group. Um, I think the defensive coordinator and their staff do a great job of putting schemes in place, and the kids buy what they're selling as far as what we're going to be doing, and uh, the kids really care about each other, and that's true throughout the program, but um, they just... They're, they're playing at a really high level right now. Do you look for those type of games that can help you get ready for postseason play? Obviously a good opponent, a road trip, which you know could happen if you're able to get past the first couple of weeks. So is that is that something that you look in the scheduling aspect of not just filling a week, but maybe helping develop and get ready for this team for postseason aspirations? Yeah, it's funny you mention that because we talked to the team about the fact that this is an opportunity to prepare for what it would be like if we are lucky enough to make a nice run in the playoffs, have a travel game, um, you know, uh, have it be a distance a little greater than what we're used to going and, and seeing how we handle that. Uh, we also talked to our kids about the seasons broken down into four parts, you know, or four quarters, and then we just finished the second quarter, and now we're getting ready to start the third quarter, and every game has a little bit more meaning to it. You're in the league play now, um, and, you know, you're working towards goals you've established for the for the season, so, you know, everything requires a little bit more focus, a little bit more intensity, and, and each week you just want to go 1-0. and All right, Licking Valley coming up Friday night. They're rolling right now. I got to see them last Friday night, and I think they had two penalties uh, the whole game, and it just seems like Coach Boffman, his style, everything's working right now. Scouting report on the Panthers. Uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head. You know, they've just continued to improve as the season has gone, and uh, you, you can see that in the in, in the film that we've had the opportunity to watch. Um, it's it's always great to, you know, there's a lot of good football in the Licking County League, I think, and uh, Coach Boffman does an exceptional job. Uh, I think he's got an athletic team. Um, I think he's got a talented team. I, I think yeah, they've done a great job 
job coaching those kids up and you know they're going to be fundamentally sound you know they're going to play hard for four quarters and uh, it's always great to have the opportunity to to play against a team like that and and, and coach against a a coaching staff like that. Is it different sometimes at the high school level coach when you've had a quarterback that you're going to face in Hayden Rogers who's been under center now his third year maybe there's some things that you you can't do differently to to rattle a, a younger quarterback that he's already seen so do you have to scheme a little bit differently um you know, I, I think you just try to look at what, what they do best and, and what can we do to put them in a situation where they have to do something outside of that box. You know, I think that's what you're trying to do every week as, as a defense is how can we how can we take away what they like to do best, uh, first and foremost. And then, uh, But, you know, it is a benefit when you have a kid that has a ton of experience at, at the helm. Uh, and I think you have to make sure that you are – very aware of what they like to do in, in, in given situations. But like I said, it's the third quarter of our season, you know, and we're getting ready to start league play, and uh, we understand how, the, how strong our league is. Uh, we understand everybody has the same objective. Um, so we really try to do a great effort of focusing on just trying to go 1-0 and every week. And how do you accomplish that? You've got to go one and zero every day. You've got to you've got to stack good practices on top of good practices, and and understand that all those little pieces add up to uh, the products you get on Friday night. And you know the, the scoreboard only does one thing and tells you whether you won or lost. Uh, we spend a lot of time trying to evaluate film and see are are we improving as we move through the season. I, I think that's the true test of of what you're doing as a program. Is are you better at the end of the season than you were at the start of the season? I think the rest of that stuff takes care of itself. You know, obviously we have goals, but if you look too far down the road, you're going to trip on what's right in front of you. That's why we, I try to make sure it's very much a, a one and oh everyday mentality. Appreciate the interview with head coach Darren Waters of Watkins Memorial. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, we will pause for our national anthem. as you're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7.
Carpenter's Market in Somerset, proud supporter of all area high school football teams, invites you to stop in and stock up on all the meat, deli, and dairy items you need. They're open seven days a week and have the best selection of local produce and local beef. While you're in the store, be sure to check out their weekly specials. You'll save real money on their discounted meat boxes. They're the ideal place to stock up for the colder weather to come. Look for Carpenter's Market on Facebook and at 103 South Columbus Street in Somerset. Coaches often explain a loss by saying their players failed to protect the quarterback. 46! <laughs> protecting your assets is important in life as it is in football. I'm Brett Boyer from Boyer Insurance, and our team is here to provide the coverage for your life's fumbles. <laughs> so if your zone gets flooded or an employee injures their backfield, you can recover. Stay on the ball with the help of our team at Boyer Insurance in Zanesville and Coshocton and online at BoyerINS.com. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. Well, the homecoming tour on Kate 98.7 <laughs> continues. This is our third straight week of homecoming tonight from Watkins Memorial. Valley won the toss and deferred, so Watkins will get the ball to start this ball game. Jacob Wheeler is set to kick it off for the Panthers, and we are set for what should be a good one in the LCL Buckeye between the Panthers and the Warriors. Here's the kick. Good end-over-end kick that will be fielded at the 5-yard line up to the 20-25-yard line and making the tackle there for Valley. So Watkins will start at officially the 24-yard line after a return by Robbie Bricker. So here come the Warriors, first and 10 to start this ballgame. And again, as we always try to do, we thank Mother Nature for another beautiful night of high school football. The rain that was around and cloudy skies earlier today, it is all gone picture perfect once again. Yeah, I was actually getting a little worried today. I think when I was pulling in, saw a little sprinkle on my uh, windshield of my car, but that cleared up another beautiful night here for some high school football. Sophomore quarterback Drew Zamsel will get things started. He's had an excellent season as quarterback of the Warriors, and he will go back to throw, and he is looking long down the middle, and the pass knocked away and almost intercepted. He was looking for Jaden Ricketts, and it falls incomplete. And let's see if we've got... Referees are looking down on the field, just waiting for a ball, but incomplete pass, second down. Yeah, I like the play call there on first down, taking the deep shots. Um, he had his man downfield. I think that throw just was a little behind him. That let the Valley coverage recover. Unfortunate that that one actually wasn't intercepted. So second down and 10 for the Warriors. Four wideouts, two to each side on this second down play. Samson in the gun. And now we'll look over to the side in the backfield with him is Gerald Banks, the transfer from Pickerington North, who has done an excellent job at the running back position. And looks like we had some motion, but no call made. Handoff to Banks, and he breaks a couple of tackles and will be very close to a first down. Let's pause for station identification as you're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on WCLT, W254CT Newark, Kate 98.7. Brian Mays, Garrett Wando, it's a first and ten for the Warriors after a ten-yard pickup by Banks, who had a touchdown in last week's win over Brooks. And he will get the handoff, and this time he will be hit behind the line of scrimmage and will lose yardage on that play. A yeah, good job that time for Valley defense. 
They're going to have to try to stop Banks because I feel like that's going to be the the game plan going into this game for the Warriors. Run the ball as much as they can with Banks. Had a really good pickup there on first down, gaining 10 yards, and now losing a couple there on this first down. Good response by the Panthers' defense. Logan Workman, the solo tackle on that play for the Panthers. Second down and 13. Samsa will roll right, fires, and the catch made. Looking for some daylight, but nothing doing right there as the Warriors take him deep out of bounds. The pass was caught by Jaden Ricketts, but back maybe they'll give him, eh, we'll, we'll say a couple of yards on that pass completion, and it'll be third down. Well, they've got the third down marker at the 34, and the ball's at the 33, so one of you has to move, <laughs> and they will move it to the 34. So two-yard pickup, third down, and 11. Yeah, this is exactly the position that the Panthers want to be on on defense, setting up a third and long, obvious passing situation here for the Warriors, really all set up by that tackle for loss on that first down play. Troops go out to the far side on this third down. Samsel, tough snap, but he is able to get it, and going right up the middle to about the 38-yard line, but still way short of a first down, making the catch that time was John April, but it's fourth down and the Warriors will have to punt. So after a first down run, the Valley defense really did a nice job there. Yeah, like I said, it kind of just got set up by that initial loss for about four yards there on that first down. Carey kind of set the Warriors up behind the sticks. Here's the punt to Evan Lohr, but it looks like it will go out of bounds, and it will, but still a good punt. Let's see where they officially mark it. It will be at least inside the 25-yard line. Don't miss any of the action with our free app. Download the WCLT radio at the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, and you're streaming the game on Kate 98.7. They will officially mark it at the 20-yard line, so this will be Valley's first opportunity on offense with 10.07 remaining in this first quarter. Scoreless here at Watkins Memorial. Hayden Rogers leading the charge for Valley. And again, coming off a very solid performance against Zanesville. Thought he may have injured his wrist right before halftime, but he came out in the third quarter and showed no ill effect with a rushing and passing touchdown. First and 10 at the 20. Sends a man in motion. And Rodgers will hand it off to Trent Marcus, who breaks one tackle, gets across the 25, and a solid pickup on first down. Good sign there for Licking Valley. They're going to have to go to that one-two punch combo with Rodgers and Marcus. Marcus has been outstanding, in the, especially in this winning streak. Over 600 yards in the past four wins. Another 100-plus yard performance last week against Zanesville. But you just need to try to keep that Watkins defense guessing. You don't want them to you know, sell out on the run. Eight yards on first down, so playbook open here on second down and two. Rodgers will roll, looking deep, nobody open. Now he's got trouble in the backfield, and he will go all the way back close to the original line of scrimmage. There's that Warriors defense we've been talking about. They're not afraid to blitz. They brought the house that time, and it'll be third and long. And it paid off in a big way. You just said playbook's wide open, second and two. Well, now not so much. Backed up third and long, so it's going to be an obvious passing situation. And then, yeah, this Watkins defense, it's been elite so far this year. They're only giving up seven and a half points per game. Mentioned the three shutouts. It's going to, I mean, these are the third down plays. I feel like this game can really be decided on um, for both of these teams. So we'll see what the Panthers draw up here. 
So from second and two to third and eight, and it's a Wildcat setup, and the Warriors were not fooled as they moved Rodgers out. Ball carrier that time was Marcus, but he was in the Wildcat setup, and he will get up to the 27, but it's fourth down, three and out for the Panthers. Yeah, that, that sack that Rodgers took there on second down kind of killed the momentum for that drive. That would have been a nice design play if it was maybe third down and two instead of more like third and eight. Wheeler set to punt it away for Licking Valley, standing at his 13-yard line. Good snap. And here's the kick. Good high kick. And it will take a bounce, but it will take a Watkins bounce and be fielded at either the 36 or 37. So... Defense is wasting no time showing their muscle right now. Yeah, both kind of mentioned this is going to be probably a low, lower scoring game dominated by the defenses. I think, you know, for each possession, it really isn't necessary for each of these teams to go down and try to score a touchdown every possession. This may be more of a field position kind of battle. So Watkins doesn't necessarily need to score a touchdown here, but maybe pick up a first down or two, back up. Uh, the Panthers deep in their own zone and just going to try to get set up off of good field position off of the punt. Ball at the 37, and here's a handoff to Banks. Nice move along the outside sideline, and he will get close to midfield. He's got wheels. I saw him in a scrimmage to start this year against Newark and just showed a lot of burst when he gets to the outside, and he did right there, and that is a solid pickup of 16 yards on first down. Yeah, it looked like actually maybe, from our view at least, wasn't sure if he stayed in bounds here on the sideline, but it looked like he did walk the tightrope. Another big game there on first down for Banks. Again, a four-wide out setup with two on each side on this first and ten. Samsel to throw. He's got pressure, and the pass, I believe, was deflected at the line of scrimmage. Coming in on the blitz was Evan Lohr, and he was able to deflect it second down. Yeah, I mean, you do have to try to keep the defense honest with throwing the football, but I would have preferred maybe just hand the ball off again to Banks on that first down right after you pick up those, you know, that 16-yard carry. Just keep giving him the ball and just see if you can get set up in the second third and short situation. Try to take a little bit of the pressure off your quarterback. 7:24 opening stanza. We are scoreless at Watkins. Warriors have it second and 10 at the Valley 47. And here's a pass out to Banks. Makes a couple men miss and he will get down to the 42-yard line and bring up a third and five. Yeah, nice job that time. Just kind of a screen. Quick pass to Banks. Getting the ball in his hands. Got third and about five, so, I mean, you could hand the ball off here to Banks the way he's been running, or you could do kind of those quick wide receiver uh, screens that you've been running so far in this game, but still big third down coming up here for the Warriors early in this ballgame. Third and five with the trips to the near side on this play, and they will hand it off to Banks, and here he goes, 40, 35, 30, up the middle, 20, 10, and it's a house call for Watkins Memorial. Gerald Banks takes it 42 yards to Paydirt, and Watkins is on the board 6-0. And you thought maybe they should hand it off. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, third and five, unless you're extremely confident your running game, which Watkins should be, and I'm sure still is after that huge yeah. run. But, yeah, I mean, Banks, you, we saw the, the speed on display there. Right up the middle, it looked like he was for sure going to get that first down, but then nobody on the Panthers was able to get him once he kind of hit that second gear in the secondary. 
Jody Katz for the extra point. High snap. Kick on the way. And it's good. 6.38 first quarter. 7-0 Watkins back with more. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Is your job going places? Mine is. And I'm taking people with me. Hi, I'm Kim, a bus operator for Lincoln County Transit. We make a difference in people's lives, transporting them in and around Lincoln and surrounding counties. We have flexible schedules, competitive wages, and great health benefits. Join our team at Licking County Transit. No CDL required. Call 740-670-5150. 740-670-5150. Equal Opportunity Employer. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks has been your trusted truck accessories supplier for years. And now they've got Patriot Spray and Liner, the newest technology for your truck bed. Get wear, tear, and corrosion protection with the best spray-in bed liners, backed by Patriot's nationwide warranty. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks installers will ensure a uniform application that will protect your truck from everything you throw at it. Plus, it looks great, and it can be installed quickly. Patriot Liners and McGuire's Distinctive Trucks in Carroll, your truck partner. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Kate 98.7. Kickoff is returned by Marshall Carr of Licking Valley across the 20-yard line. And Valley will have it on offense for the second time. Four plays, 63 yards, capped off on a third and five, 42-yard touchdown scamper by Gerald Banks. And he's off to a great start. Four carries, 65 yards in this first quarter. So Valley now trails 7-0, and we'll see what they can do on offense. But just the burst of speed that Banks showed on that play, Garrett. Yeah, I mean, I think him coming from Pickerington North kind of gave us an early indicator of just how elite he is. Here's a handoff to Marcus back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. And... If you're looking Valley right here, what I was saying, this is probably be on the lower scoring side of games. A touchdown isn't necessary here. You know, to you know, stay in this game, get back the momentum. But you can't go three and out. You need to try to at least pick up a first down or two. Try to get your offense rolling a little bit. And try to pin the Warriors back deep in their own zone at the very least. Second and ten from the Panther 22. Here's Rogers rolling out. Fires on the run and the catch made for a pickup up to about the 29-yard line to Trent Clark. It might give him actually up to the 30, which would be a very favorable spot, but that is where they're going to mark it. So you're looking at, again, opportunity here at third and two. Yeah, good job right there on second down. Rogers finding his man. Nice, accurate throw on the run. But, yeah, third and two. You can do a different... Bunch of different things here. Handoff with Marcus. Rogers could keep it or throw it, but big third down. Marcus will get the handoff and will depend on the spot. I think he was a bit. Never mind. First down. <laughs> I, they are generous with the spots tonight. <laughs> I I was right there with you. To me, we're, 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 where we are looking, it looked like he was about a yard short, but they're going to give him a little extra forward progress, I guess. But still, we'll. Bit of a break. The Panthers caught right there. They were able to avoid the three and out. I mean, there was no hesitation. He said, move them. Yep. <laughs> and so they did. So the first first down for Valley up to their 32-yard line after the two-yard pickup. And we'll have a false start on Licking Valley on that play, their first penalty of the night, first penalty of the game. 
So it'll push it back to the 27-yard line. Listening to the high school football game of the week, thanks to Houston Plumbing and Heating for their support here on Kate 98.7. First and 15 for the Panthers at the 27-yard line. Again, Valley coming in 4-2 and two with four straight victories. Watkins 5-1 and one with four straight victories. What else do they have in common? Both losing to Sheridan to start the year in weeks one and two, respectively. Hand off to Marcus and back to the line, and that's it. Trying to strip the ball, but he holds on to it. But again, basically no gain on that play. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Aside from that uh, opening handoff to Marcus on their opening drive, that defensive line has been dominant for the Warriors. They have been getting through, and they, there's really no running room. It's been night and day for Marcus from last week against Zanesville and now uh, Watkins Memorial this week. Many holes last week for him to run through. Second down and a long nine. Here's the pass caught by Clark. And he is pushed out of bounds at the 35-yard line. So recovering nicely from that first and 15. And we'll look at about a third and seven here after that pickup. Yeah, good job there on the second down. and got the penalty yards back in a little bit more. So it's a little bit more manageable here on third down. But most likely still a passing situation here. Third and seven. Haven't made much ground. It would be nice to pick up a first down here for Valley. We're going to most likely have to do it through the air. See if Watkins does blitz on this third and seven from the Valley 37-yard line. Rogers with a quick notion to Wheeler. He's rolling out, and the pass is caught, and getting the first down across midfield, and more. Into Watkins territory at about the 41-yard line. That's Marshall Carr. Huge pickup there for the Panthers. He is down, though, after the tackle, so we'll have to wait and see if he is banged up. He is grabbing his right leg, it looks like, so that Coach Boffman is out there taking a look at him. Big pickup for the Panthers on third down. Yeah, that was great, and I couldn't quite get a look at who it was on the far side. The receiver lined up, but he did a great job of blocking, which really led to the the yards after the catch and able to get into Warrior territory. They're still taking a look at him at the moment. They're going to mark it at the 40-yard line, so that was a 25-yard pickup on third and seven. And he is still down on the turf, working on his right leg. So Hayden Rogers has thrown three passes so far, completed all three for 37 yards. And I think, you know, they've looked, all three have been short passes. That one was a catch and run. Got to think they're setting up for that bomb that we saw last week to Wheeler for 45 yards as Carr is able to get up and walk off gingerly but off on his own power, so that's a good sign. And hopefully he will be okay and be able to return. But you you have to be thinking they're setting that up at some point. Yeah, absolutely. I saw him practicing it uh, pregame. Yeah, you're eventually going to have to take the deep shot downfield, and I think that's what they're doing. They're just building up Rodgers, building up his confidence even more, and just 
trying to catch that defense sleeping here on one of these plays. Try to hit a deep pass for a touchdown. From the Watkins 40, it's first and 10 Valley. Inside handoff. Good run for Marcus this time inside the 35-yard line to the 34 in a six-yard pickup. The offensive line got a nice push that time off the snap. Marcus able to find a little bit of breathing room up the middle that time and now sets up another second and medium here. And it's important, too, yeah, if Watkins does decide to bring pressure here on second down, try not to take any negative plays, no sacks, if you're the Panthers or Hayden Rodgers. 3.15 remains opening quarter, 7-0 Watkins. They came with the run blitz that time. Marcus was still able to squirm forward, and it'll be a third and very short here. Third and a short two after another two-yard pickup. Panthers have been two for two so far in third downs on this drive. I mean, it's probably four-down territory. I mean, I don't think you got to overthink this one here. I just try to run this one up the middle with Marcus and see if he can convert. Well, he's in the wildcat again, and he will get it. And he will get the first down inside the 30-yard line to the 29. So that's the second look at the Wildcat. First time not successful this time. Now you've got it three for three on third downs on this drive. Yeah, that's what that formation, I think, specializes in. It kind of just, if it's a third down and two, third and three situation, you just need two or three yards. That's what you bring in. And it's been looking good so far here today. And that looking guy offensive line starting to settle in and win some battles up front. Rodgers, and it's an end around Delore. He's got running room, 25-20, and will be very close to the first down. I think he's got it. Yes, he does. So a good end around call that time. Lore using his speed, and this Valley drive continues now inside the red zone. Yeah, really good response by this entire offense after giving up the touchdown the previous drive. They want to get in the end zone. They want to try to tie this game up. And really, there's no reason to really throw the football. Uh, whoever's been running the football has had really good success on this drive for the Panthers. This is the 11th play of the drive, first and 10 at Watkins 17. And here's Marcus to the 15 with a two-yard pickup. Now what's important here, too, on these early downs, just to stay in front of the chain. So if it does come to a third down situation, it's third and five, third and four, and under. And so far, that's why... Uh, Looking Valley has had success so much on third down situations beside that big third and seven. It's been these third and short opportunities, and they've been able to cash in on them. Second and eight from just outside the Watkins 15-yard line for Licking Valley. Trips to the near side. Wheeler by his lonesome on the far side, and Rogers is looking to Wheeler that way. Now he'll roll right. He's got some pressure. He will fire in the end zone and touchdown, Looking Valley. Trent Clark in the back of the right corner, and the Panthers are a point away from tying this game up. Just a good job that time from Rodgers extending the play with his feet, and he's that running threat, and that's why I think caught the Warriors off guard there. Did not account for Clark. On the back of the end zone. Looked like Rodgers was going to take off and run with it. Pulls up, throws it to Clark last second, and the Panthers are able to respond with a touchdown of their own. 12 play, 78 yard drive. The last, a touchdown pass, 15 yards. Rodgers to Clark. Here's Wheeler for the extra point. And Justin kicks it up and good. So a minute 31. And this game so far living up to the hype. We are tied at 7 
with 90 seconds to go before the end of the first quarter. So both teams on their second offensive possession able to put points on the board. Yeah, it'll be interesting now to see what the Warriors can do here on offense. I mean, for the most part, both these offenses have been in, have had good success running the football. You know, we just saw Hayden Rodgers throw for a touchdown there, but they got down the field. They were in that position because of the running game. Um, and obviously the Warriors had that big 42-yard touchdown run by Banks. I think they just need to try to keep feeding him. Um, continue to just wear down that defense as this game goes long because he is—he looks like he has a great burst and just try to, if not even uh, direct handoffs to him, to just try to get him touches. Uh, period, just on the offensive side of the football. Surprised after the first possessions, the defense stalwarts of both that both offenses were able to score. I am a little, a little bit. bit, yeah, a little bit. Um, I was that that Valley drive was very very well put together. Lots of big third down conversions. Um, we'll see if they can do it multiple times. Wheeler's kick is a beauty going into the end zone, so it'll be a touchback for Licking Valley. So Watkins will start first and ten with their third offensive possession, as Garrett alluded to, the 42-yard touchdown run by Gerald Banks on their last offensive possession. And we'll see what they do here for the third time with the football. Should mention Damari Long, who was injured in the game against Brooke last Saturday and was transferred to a local hospital and is doing fine. He is not playing tonight, but he was part of the homecoming court, which was great to see, but he is up and around and doing doing really good. So that's good news for Watkins fans after the crushing blindside hit that he got in that game. A lot of scary moments, but he is he is good to go and hopefully will be back possibly in a couple of weeks. And on the other side, Marshall Carr is running along the sidelines and seems to be getting better, so he might be able to return for the Panthers this evening. False start penalty on Watkins will push them back to the 15 to start this drive. So now first and 15 for Drew Samsel, who will hand it off to Banks. And nothing doing that time. The front wall of the Panthers right there to meet him at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it seemed like this game started out with Watkins dominating the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football, but on that last offensive possession for Licking Valley, and now so far just one play into this offensive possession for Watkins Memorial, it's, the tides have shifted a little bit. That Panther defensive and offensive line is seem to settle into this game a little bit, and they are playing their style of football, and they're starting to win more of the battles in the trenches. Second down and 15 for the Warriors. Samson to throw. Pretty good protection. Fires across the middle, and the catch is made, getting back to the original line of scrimmage and thrown down right there. Making the catch is Jimmy Speck. And it'll be a third down... And a long nine yards to go with 26 seconds remaining opening quarter, tied at seven. It is a good crossing route that time on second down, getting those penalty yards back, so you make this a little bit more manageable on third down. Samsel back to throw. Fires to Banks, makes the catch at the 26, but Lohr is not going to let him get away. Late flag comes in from the back judge, 
Let's see what the call is here with five seconds remaining in the first quarter. Is that face mask? Looks like it is. Personal foul against Licking Valley. Boy, have we seen some just disastrous personal fouls this year. (laughs) So your face... It's going to be fourth down, and this goes all the way. Oh, he's he's still jogging all the way up to the 45-yard line. You were going to have your punter back at the 15, and now it's first and 10 for Watkins at their 45-yard line. As we come to the end of the first quarter, tied at 7, as you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. This is the last year I'm cleaning out these fucking gutters. Sheila sees this ladder balanced on top of the trash cans, and I'll never hear the end of... Uh-oh. Skip the gutters and head straight to the ER. Not that ER. ER as an equipment rental. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. They've got everything you need to do your next job safely. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. State Route 13, Thornville. Energy Cooperative Operation Roundup Foundation has granted over $3.8 million into our community since 2006. Participating members round up their utility bills to the next dollar, creating funds for school books, playground equipment, community parks, animal rescue, scholarships, and more. The Operation Roundup Foundation Board of Directors say thank you for helping to improve our community. For more information on Operation Roundup grant applications, go to myenergycoop.com roundup. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. Second quarter underway from Watkins Memorial, tied at seven, the Warriors and the Panthers, and a bad snap goes off the hands of Samsel, so it'll be marked back all the way to the 35 yard line. So back to back. Really rough plays on both sides. A huge personal foul against Licking Valley creates a fourth down into a first down, but now a huge loss by Watkins on first down will have it second down and 20. Yeah, and that personal foul will be something to keep our eye on depending on the outcome of this Watkins Memorial Drive. Samson gets the snap this time, fires over the middle, and the catch made, getting up to the 45 and still going all the way to midfield. And making the catch there was John Apel, and he will get to midfield, and it'll make it a third and five now. Yeah, that's a really good way to pick up uh, those yards lost on a first down, and also, yeah, make this a third and manageable now, about 15 yards there off that little quick slant across the middle, and... At right at about midfield, big third down coming up. Important thing here for the Panthers is to don't bail out the Warriors if they don't, if they aren't able to convert the first down here. Right at midfield, third and five, Samsel. And I think we had motion before that happened. And if you heard that in the background, that would be the Watkins coaches agreeing with that. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a tough false start in that situation. Now it's going to be a obvious passing situation here, third and ten. And these last strings of play, since you've been so set up behind the chains, it's been hard to, you know, get your playmaker, Garrow Banks, involved with these handoffs here. Um, you could have possibly done that play on third and five, but now you've got to throw that out of the equation here. We'll see if they get him involved some form or fashion here in the passing game. 
He's in the backfield on this third and ten. Here comes pressure, and Samsel has to run for his life. In trouble, fires, and the pass incomplete. Good heat put on by the Valley defense that time, fourth and ten. Yeah, and just that was kind of the drive of penalties, I feel like, that time. It was that, that drive got extended by the personal foul, and then it was third and five. Paul Stark got set up third and ten, which kind of killed, I think, what the Warriors had going for him. So it still ends up being a punt for the Warriors. And so Panthers can breathe a little bit after that personal foul doesn't do too much damage for him. Pretty good kick. Will send Lohr back to his 17. Makes two-man miss and then slips and falls with a flag down on the play. As he got it up to about the 21-yard line after a four-yard return and will wait for the official call on this penalty. Getting a bit sloppy all of a sudden. Yeah, penalties are starting to mount up some form of block slash holding for against uh, the Panthers, what I'm assuming here, but I guess we won't find out. <laughs> Not initially. <laughs> this is called a tease in the old business. <laughs> Well, we're waiting. I mean, they're set to march the ball back inside the 20. But they have not come up with an infraction yet. Here we go. Oh, and they call it against Watkins, so they've got to turn around and walk the other way. I think half of them thought it was against Valley. But now they're going to say it was against Watkins, and they will mark it at the 28. So it really they're saying it took place where the ball was caught. And 10 yards up, 1st and 10 Valley at the 28. Yeah, holding against the Warriors that time. And, yeah, penalties starting to mount up for them here early in this game. That's something they want to clean up sooner rather than later. 7-7 our score. Here's Rodgers on the keeper. And back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Yeah, I feel like this is a big drive here for this Watkins Memorial defense. They aren't used to getting scored on a lot, and Licking Valley kind of made that look easy on their second drive of the game, going down 12 plays, tying this game back up. So this is a team that's only averaging giving up 7.5 points per game. They've shut out half of their opponents on the year. They've only given up a high of 24 points to Sheridan, and they're only lost the season. So I'm sure they are not too happy about giving up that touchdown, and they want to try to force the Panthers to go 3 and out. Rodgers to throw, and it's a little screen, and hit and drilled at the 25-yard line. That ball just kind of hung up in the air a little bit too long, and the Warriors right there, and Trent Marcus did receive it, but he probably knew what was coming, and it came. Yeah, probably should have just let that one go and complete, but uh, I think Rodgers couldn't really you know, put his foot down and throw the more bullet style of pass that he should have in that situation just because the pressure was coming to him so fast. Loss of three, so it's third and 13 for the Panthers at their 25-yard line. Four wideouts, Rodgers to throw. He's got pressure, and there's a flag on the play. Rodgers will keep it, and he will go out of bounds at the 27. I've been very hesitant to guess on the calls tonight, but i got to think this is holding against Valley. I'm with you there. And it is. So I would think they would decline this, bringing up fourth down and about eight. But it looks like they want to pin Valley back, and maybe, you know, if they stop him here, have him punt from their end zone. I can see that. 
That's some confidence, though, you got in your defense. I'll well, tell you that. I mean, it's not. Now, me personally, if it's fourth down, I'm not chancing it. You know? Well, h- hold the phone, Jack. Hold the phone. <laughs> now they're bringing it back right. up, and they're going to mark it. And I don't mean to, to sound too critical here, but that's an unbelievable spot of where Rodgers went out of bounds. Nevertheless, it's at the 25, <laughs> and they will still have to punt fairly deep. Wheeler will. He's standing back at his 10-yard line. So they do decline the penalty, which does make sense. And they should get decent field position here, but Wheeler is an excellent kicker. He is standing at his 10, waits for the snap. And it's a good one. And he gets it away. And he nailed it. Good kick. Back to the 38-yard line for Watkins. Good return up close to midfield out about the 49-yard line. That was Cody. Waiting to see here. I believe it was Jaden Richards. Sorry, Jaden Richards on the return. And they'll mark it right at midfield. 8-10 remaining. Second quarter. We are tied at 7. Licking Valley and Watkins. So good field position here for the Warriors, who a little bit stagnant on that last drive. As you said, the penalties really hurt them, but excellent field position here to start this drive. Drew Samsell in the gun, and he will hand it off on the left side and back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. So Valley now making the adjustments on Gerald Banks. Yeah, rightfully so, because they got burned on that second possession of the game for that big touchdown. I'd still stick with them, though. I think uh, you know, a big part of your offensive success on the season, and what it's going to have to be tonight, is going to have to go through Gerald Banks in that running attack. The run is going to have to set up the pass. Um, I'd continue to just try to run the football here if you can, if you're uh, Watkins Memorial. No gain, second and ten, right at midfield. Here comes the blitz. Samsell will throw it out. There's Banks making the catch. And there's four Valley defenders right there. He was able to squeeze forward for about a yard and a half, but they weren't going to let him get any farther than that. Yeah, a little bit of a high catch. Banks had to go up and jump to get that, which kind of, I think, killed that momentum. If he was able to get that one in stride, he may have been able to get some more yardage, even possibly a first down. But good job by that Valley defense. The initial guy that got to Banks just kind of held on to him and waited for his other guys to help and bring him down to kind of minimize that game or minimize him trying to break a tackle. Third and eight from the Valley 48. Here comes the blitz again. Samsel in a lot of trouble. He's got three men back there, and he will be sacked back at the 38-yard line. Austin Lord coming in. So the defenses, I guess, felt pretty upset about those two scoring drives because they have really come out the last couple of possessions on each ball club, and that play had no chance of developing. Yeah, no, that play was blown up right off the snap. Valley brought pressure. Watkins was not ready for it, and unable to cash in on that really good field position. Here's the punt. High end over end hit. Lord will call for the fair catch. It goes inside the 10, and it looks like Watkins will be able to down it at the four-yard line. 6.08 left, second quarter, tied at 7. Back after this timeout on the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. 
The experienced heating and cooling professionals that meet any budget is just a phone call away. Your local Lennox dealer, Lucart Heating and Cooling, has been installing Lennox systems in Licking County for over 60 years. Installation professionals, Nate certified technicians, and Lennox Innovations make Lucart Heating and Cooling the wise choice. Call 740-344-5497 today. That's 740-344-5497. Lennox, innovation never felt so good. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always there to make the toughest jobs easier. Husqvarna has been the choice of professionals and homeowners alike for more than 332 years. Wright Brothers Power carries a full range of parts and accessories that add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Wright Brothers Power at 625 West Church Street. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. Four-yard pickup for Trent Marcus on first and ten from the Valley Three. He's up to the seven. Rogers keeps it in the backfield. He's in trouble. Now fires away, and a pass is incomplete. Very close to a safety as the Watkins defense came in quick. Yeah, this is that now battle field position. I feel like... It's going to come into play now, third and about five inside their own 10-yard line. This would be huge if the Warriors could get a stop here. You could possibly block the punt, and if you don't block the punt, you're going to be set up at least with most likely inside of Panthers territory on the ensuing offensive possession. So big third down coming up for the Panthers, who are three for five on the night, converting on third down. Third down from the seven-yard line. Five yards to go. Rodgers, it's a pitch to Marcus. And, oh, did he make a nice move and gets the first down. The Warriors' defense was there. He did a little bit of a stutter stuff and then a jig and gets the first down. Big pickup. Huge. That was absolutely huge. Yeah, it looked like they were going to initially get him in the backfield, but nice job by Marcus making some defenders miss and get them out of that danger zone, get them in some much-needed breathing room, and also sends the drive. 12-yard pickup on third and five from the seven. Marcus might want to put a star by that one. Here comes the blitz. Rogers, quick pass, and a catch made. And I don't know if he even got back to the line of scrimmage. It was close. Pass was caught by Austin Lohr, but... The Warriors' defense is very aggressive, but they do seem to stay within their lanes, too. Discipline football. Absolutely. I mean, on first and second down tonight, they have been outstanding. It's just trying to get off the field on third down, which the Panthers have played their best football so far here tonight. I mean, I'm sure the Panthers or the Warriors are not used to giving up four out of six conversions on third down, especially just in the first half. Second down and ten. Rodgers will keep it and get up to the 20-yard line for a one-yard pickup with 4.15 remaining in the second quarter, tied at 7. Don't forget the T100 High School Football Scoreboard Show tonight with Mark Bruce and Lee Waller, 9 to 11 this evening. Catch all the scores here on T100. So third and nine from the 20, and official stop play and a timeout called by Licking Valley with 3.58 to go before halftime. So 7-7 is our score. 
We thought it'd be a low-scoring contest. So far, it has been. Both teams scoring touchdowns on their second offensive possessions. A 42-yard touchdown run for Watkins by Gerald Banks and a 15-yard touchdown pass from Hayden Rogers to Trent Clark. Evenly matched game. Both teams playing at a high level. And I really think it is probably going to be that old cliche, who blinks first by either a turnover or something that's out of their realms might be the difference in this game. Yeah, most likely yeah, someone's going to have to make a critical mistake and just capitalize off of it. Uh, we've seen some mistakes by both these teams here with some penalties early, but no one team has been able to really capitalize off of it too much. But I think a big third down coming up here, just under four to play. Uh, Licking Valley seems like after that big third down conversion for Marcus and just third down in general, they have been great success. So we'll see if that Warriors defense can finally try to force them off the field. Rodgers in again on this third down. Back to throw. Here comes the pressure. It's a screen. Breaking one tackle, but not the second tackle. So they bring pressure, but again, then the back line comes in and really swarms to the ball. A one-yard pickup, and it's fourth down. And again, the Warriors should get good field position. Yeah. I mean, to me right there, you know, you pick up that big first down from Marcus. Seems like he had a lot of momentum. I would have maybe tried to air it out on maybe that first or second down play. Um, but they weren't able to turn it into any points. But they got some breathing room. Their punt will be outside their own end zone here. But still plenty of time for the Warriors to work with. Um, and, yeah, they will likely have good field position here. But that Licking Valley defense, inside that big 42-yard rush from Banks, has been pretty solid tonight. Wheeler, good high kick. And a fair catch made by Ricketts all the way back to the 35-yard line. Good kick again by Wheeler. Yeah, not as good field position as we thought there as Wheeler doing his job pinning the Warriors back deep. And we'll see if they can get the Watkins more get their running game going. It was working on the first and second drives of the game. Since then, it's they've been set up behind the sticks. They had a bad snap on one of their drives last drive. Banks was just set up right at the line. Um, so a big first down run just try to pick up you know you don't need to hit the home run here but just try to get some two three four yards here on first down try to get that running attack back on track 304 remains second quarter 7-7 our score with Watkins and Valley Samsel quick drop and I think the ball might have slipped out of his hands a little bit it just fell to the feet that time of John Ample and incomplete pass second down and 10 yeah it kind of looked like a spike that time from Samsel and you know, it's now you're set up second and ten here, and kind of just you didn't really need to do that there on first down. Um, Would have liked to pick up some positive yardage here, so we'll see what they draw up on second. From the 35-yard line, 3:02 remaining. Samsel back to throw. He's got pressure. He's rolling around at his 20. Nobody is open, and he just throws it out of bounds. Tell you what, the Valley defense, we've talked a lot about the Watkins defense, but the Valley defense, just remember this, in the first three games of the season, they gave up 114 points. The last three, 20 points. 
that's turning it around. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've been playing too outstanding. They've been putting pressure on Sam so all night long. He looks extremely uncomfortable whenever he drops back to throw. Um, if it's not a screen pass or a pass that's designed to get off within the first two seconds. Third and ten. Here's a quick wide receiver screen, and John Apple runs into his own lineman and takes him out. <laughs> and actually, he is still down as he got to the 40-yard line. And now able to get up. Not sure that he was expecting his own man to body block him that time. But it's just a five-yard pickup, so it's fourth and five with two minutes, 27 seconds left. That's back-to-back three-and-outs for Watkins. Yeah, and it's just kind of been set up, these three-and-outs, and this lack of offensive success. It, it's been third and long, so back-to-back possessions here. Um, yeah, this is a team that's, I don't think they're a big-hitting offense. They're not going to hit those huge plays too often. Um, and they just really have gone away from the running game, as we saw some motion here. I think this will... No, I'm not going to say it. We'll see who this calls. Because they really looked like they moved at the same time. So who moved first? What's the call, guys? <laughs> this this really could go either way. Yeah. It really could. And Ooh. offsides against Valley. So it was fourth and five. Is it the five yards enough? For the first down, let's see where they spot the ball. Now, Garrett, to me, it looks like he's it, still yeah, a he's, little bit short. It, well, he's oh, standing at the marker, wow. it looks like. To me, to me, it looked like he was standing right at the marker. <laughs> that was close. So, you talk about a huge break. Coach Boffman coming out on the field, questioning it. But, you know, I'm looking at where they spot the ball, and, I mean, it, it's I mean, right have, there. You have to it, come out and measure it. Yeah, I think you would. And I don't... Yeah, and I mean, they're not going to. Yeah, the official, <laughs> it's not at that point in the game yet. Maybe if this is the fourth quarter, uh, still tied 7-7, they do that. But, yeah, this is the second time, though, the Panthers have had a penalty, and it, it's extended the drive for the Warriors. It's been fourth down both these times, and just the... Now, Pat, no, second time they extend the Warriors' drive. Here comes pressure on first down, and the catch is made by the tight end, getting into Valley territory to the 40 and inside the 40-yard line. That was Andrew Kirk, his first catch of the night. He caught a touchdown pass last week, and that is a huge pickup all the way to the Valley 37 with a minute 56 to go. Yeah, that time got his tight end, just coming across the middle. Pressure is coming for Samson once again. This time he hangs in there, makes an accurate pass, and they're looking to make the Panthers pay for giving him a second chance for the second time in this ballgame. They have all three timeouts remaining in the second quarter, and now another penalty, and this one will go against Watkins for a false start. So five yards pushed back will make it first and 15 from the 42-yard line. So penalties really causing damage, but to have an offsides penalty in punt formation, we'll see if it comes back to bite the Panthers. Now it's at the 42 of Licking Valley. Clock still rolling, a minute 25 to go, 7-7 our score. Samsel to throw. He's got pressure rolling around. He's got some space if he wants to run, but he's looking to throw and fires across his body, and it is incomplete. Yeah, he, 
I mean, nine out of ten times when he when Samsel drops back, he is running for his life. That pocket collapses. Uh, Panther defense is doing a great job. That Panther defensive line is applying pressure to Samsel. He he does not look comfortable. He does not look comfortable uh, for really a single snap so far here tonight. Now time. It is starting to become a factor, and you're set up behind the sticks. You can't really turn to the running game too much. But try to get Banks involved here, I'd say, in the passing game. Second and 15. Blitz again, and right on cue. Here's Banks. He's at the 30. Breaks one tackle. 20. Stays inside on his feet. Still going to the 10-yard line. And a huge pickup from the 42 all the way deep into the red zone. Just outside the 10-yard line, here come the Warriors. Well, we just got to get him involved. It looks like it. your offense is uh, looking good. It's like we're going to get a timeout here. but yeah, That's I mean, his first carry in, what, what, about eight or nine yeah. uh, plays? It makes you wonder why you haven't just given him the ball sooner, which is what I've kind of been calling for. You know, Even though you are backed up second and 15, it looks like Banks is your best offensive player on the field. You just need to get him touches, whether it's a handoff or in the passing game. Just give him the ball. Give him the ball in open space because he, he looks like the fastest player in the field tonight. Well, with that run, I've got him unofficially at 96 yards. So two huge runs of 42 and 31, respectively, and had a 16-yard run on the opening possession. So, yeah, when he's touching the ball... Yep. Oh, makes me think of Drew Doyle and Zanesville. Let him touch the ball. Let him touch <laughs> yep. the ball. And a gorgeous, gorgeous full moon tonight here at Watkins Memorial. Minute three to go before halftime. First and ten at the 11 for Watkins. Trying to break this tie. And how about another penalty? Now, Coach Boffman's trying to wait and see what it is. And it's against Licking Valley. Did you see the infraction? Legal substitution, I want to say. I, I think you're right on that. Because they didn't snap it, so it could have been 12 men. Coach Boffman wanting an explanation. Both coaches have to be extremely frustrated with the amount of penalties. Yeah. But you'd have to say Licking Valley's have been more crucial of when they've happened because you had a first and ten at the 11 now it's a first and five just outside the five Samson waits for the snap it's an end around looking for daylight Valley snuffs it out and will knock him back out of bounds behind the line of scrimmage good job by the Valley defense that time yeah there's Trent Clark was over there yeah, that, <clears throat> that D line and Secondary, they're going to have to try to make a stand here and try to prevent some points going, or at least the touchdown coming on the board. And you were just talking about penalties. This, whatever the end result is, it was set up by that offsides on fourth down in punt formation. So second down from the seven. Now they need to get to just inside the two. Samsel to throw, fires, touchdown, Watkins Memorial. Great throw by Samsel. And the catch made by Cody York on the slant route. That's easily his best throw of the night. 
Yeah, but I think that's what he's most comfortable with and what they're just going to have to continue to do is these quick passes. Whenever it seems like he does drop back for extended periods of time, it lets that Panther defense get to him and get him uncomfortable. But good job by the Warriors cashing in off of that offside penalty from the Panthers. They were set to punt this one away back to Licking Valley. Plenty of time left here before halftime, and instead the Warriors will take a touchdown lead with 54 seconds to go till halftime. Extra point was good, but there is a penalty. Shock. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I think it was against Licking Valley as Watkins is coming over. So I assume they will enforce that on the kickoff. So 54 seconds to go. 14-7, Watkins Memorial leads it after the seven-yard touchdown pass from Drew Samsel to Cody York. Valley does have two timeouts, so depending on where they end up on this kickoff return, we'll probably decide what they want to do here. But my goodness, an offside penalty on fourth down and five in punt formation, and it just was enough to get the first down. I mean... I would say, Garrett, if they measured it, it had to be a couple of inches if they had decided to do that. Well, I guess we'll never know. We won't, but we can always imagine. Yeah. So, looks like it was a personal foul because they're putting that at the Valley 45-yard line. And I think that's one thing that Coach Boffman's going to have to say at halftime. We've got to keep our cool. Things aren't going our way right now, but you're only down one score, and they get the ball to start the second half. Absolutely. And to me... Though the score does favor the Warriors, but both these teams look evenly matched so far here tonight. It, to me, if I didn't know the score, I'd say this one it would, should be tied, and it really should be tied uh, if they did just clean up their penalties. So with the short field, the kickoff sails out of the back of the end zone, so Valley will get it now to start this drive at the 20, down 14-7. to 7. Hard-hitting affair as we thought it would be here at Watkins Memorial with the Warriors and the Panthers in this LCL Buckeye matchup. Watkins trying to get their second straight title as they shared it with Granville last year. And it looks like Hayden Rogers will take a knee here and will do it. And we'll have to probably do that one more time before we come to halftime. Yeah... You're not happy with I, that play. I would have. It's still 50 seconds left. I would have maybe took a shot. I mean, still can, but nah, there's not really much time left. Might as well just kneel it now. But I would have like maybe took it a shot, or at least hand it off. Give yourself a chance on first down to do something. Based off how that play goes, I determine the rest of the drive. But it's fine kneeling it as well. You're only down by seven. You get the ball. Start off the third quarter too. So in a good situation still for the Panthers. So we will come to halftime here at Watkins Memorial with the home Warriors leading Licking Valley by a score of 14-7. to We'll come back and recap this first half after a timeout as you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Do you come home to find your trash thrown all over the ground, driveway, or yard? Or are you just tired of paying too much just to get rid of your trash? Call Shackelford's disposal today. 
offering a weekly residential trash service at honest and fair pricing. Shackleford's also offers commercial and dumpster services for your weekend and construction projects. So call Shackleford's Disposal at 740-366-0001, where you get the real deal. Licking Memorial Health System's mission to improve the health of the community extends above and beyond providing quality health care services to Licking County residents. We value service and philanthropy and support local organizations that uplift and strengthen the entire community. LMHS is committed to supporting community benefits in arts and culture, housing and economic improvement, youth activities, social service organizations, higher education, and community service. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. Hi, folks. It's Andy Ritberger. There's nothing better than taking your tailgate party up a notch or two, and all it takes is one stop at the Ritberger North Market to get our brats, hot dogs, steaks, ribs, and pork tenderloin. I got to tell you that what's on your grill can make or break your party. So come see us at the Ritberger North Market on Maple Avenue in Zanesville. And if you're in the Buckeye Lake area, check out our new store, the Ritberger Market at the Lake. Hi, this is Adam Reed with the Licking County Veteran Service Commission. Did you serve in the U.S. military? If so, please contact our office. We can provide information and assist you with filing for local, state, and federal veterans' benefits, including compensation, non-service-related disability pensions, surviving spouse benefits, health care enrollment, education, emergency financial assistance, and much more. Call 740-670-5430 to schedule an appointment. We are located at 935 Buckeye Avenue in Newark. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. Halftime score here at Watkins Memorial. The Warriors leading the Licking Valley Panthers by a score of 14 to 7. Let's pause for station identification on the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on WCLT, W254CT Newark, Kate 98.7. Brian Mays, Garrett Wandel, Slugfest to say the least, 14-7. Watkins Memorial with the lead. They got on the board first in the first quarter with a 42-yard touchdown run by Gerald Banks capping off a 63-yard four-play drive. Valley answered right back on their next possession, going 78 yards on 12 plays. Capped off a 15-yard touchdown pass from Hayden Rogers to Trent Clark. And right before the break, a huge opportunity capitalized by the Warriors offense. Facing a 4th and 5, offsides called against Licking Valley's defense. And a few plays later, 7-yard touchdown pass from Drew Samsel to Cody York with the extra point good. And that's where we're at, 14-7. to Yeah, I'll be the first to say, Licking Valley's come out and played a lot better than I expected them to. Um, besides the penalties, I mean, unofficially what I have marked, five penalties going against Licking Valley in that first half, four against Watkins Memorial. So I'm sure that is something both these teams, both these coaches are going to stress in the second half. Let's try to clean up the penalties. But... The, the timing of the penalties for Looking Valley has really been the difference maker. They had a personal foul on a third and long um, back in the second quarter. 
extended the drive for Watkins Memorial. Fortunately, Watkins Memorial ended up punting the ball away on that drive, but on that last drive, right before halftime for the Warriors, it was fourth and five. They're ready to set up. They're ready to punt the ball away. It jumped off sides, and usually you can't you can't make that same mistake twice and expect to get away with it. And the Warriors made him pay for it that time, uh, getting into the end zone. But um, the Panthers, they've done a good, really good job defensively in this game. Uh, applying pressure to Samsel, he has looked extremely uncomfortable in this ball game so far, trying to throw the football. And they've done a good job for the most part, trying to limit Banks. Um, I think, you know, if you're Watkins, going forward, you just need a first down and ten. That you just give it to Banks. You don't need to try to drop back and throw or try to be too fancy. Don't need to overthink it because it seems like whenever Banks is able to touch the ball, more times than not, he he explodes for a big play. Um, he he had a huge um, rush that kind of set them up with that first and goal that led to their second touchdown of the game, and then also the 42-yard touchdown on their second drive of the game. And for the Panthers on offense, they they had they put together that really good drive. Um, but for the most part, their first and second down plays they haven't been putting themselves they have been putting themselves in pretty good position to pick up those third downs. They just need to try to continue to do that. And I think too, look, trying to let Hayden Rogers, you know, take some more shots downfield. You know, I think he he's ready for it. This is the position he wants to be in. Biggest game of his career so far, and he's been playing good, but he needs to do even better, I think, in the second half if he wants to try to will his team to win this game on the road. Well, we've had three plays, if they call them explosive plays, over 20 yards, and that was the screen pass that Licking Valley had, but the other two do belong to Mr. Banks, the 42-yard touchdown and the 31-yard run that set them up, as you mentioned, for that second touchdown. So I don't know that we'll have a lot more explosive plays in the second half because, again, usually you see line dominated by one team. But really, it's both defensive lines have been getting in there and causing havoc. Both offensive lines have to regroup and understand. I think it, the pressure is just going to keep coming and coming because they can't stop it right now. Yeah, both teams are having a gr- pretty easy time uh, on the defensive lines. It's kind of shifted to, I feel like, you know, string of possessions, maybe uh, looking Valley, winning on the line of scrimmage, and then it goes back to the Warriors. So I think, though, too... I always say this in big game, or in very close games heading into the half. Panthers get the ball to start off the third quarter. It was really important how both of these teams come out in this third quarter on the opening possession. This is where it's basically a brand new ball game. I mean, you're only down by seven. You're looking value. You only have that one possession lead for the Warriors. So, um, yeah, if you, whether it's a three and out or a touchdown here by the Panthers, you need... One team is going to have to try to establish and build momentum to come out in the second half. I believe whoever is able to do that first will likely come out on top. 14-7 to is our score at halftime here at Watkins Memorial with the Warriors leading the Panthers. Our halftime now does continue with Skip Mozick with tonight's In Ohio High School Football from the Ohio News Network. 
from the Ohio News Network. This is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Football. The best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in High School Football is presented by Bex Hybrids. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Tonight in High School Football's Halftime Report. This evening, we'll head down to Cincinnati and talk some Southwest Ohio High School football with Mike Dyer, who's covered high school sports in that area of the state for years. Mike joins us next on the Ohio News Network. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Becks, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters. You want top joint replacement surgery. Knox Community Hospital delivers with three fellowship trained surgeons. Joint classes to fully prepare you for surgery. Clinical advancements like robot assisted knee replacement. Pain protocols that have most patients home the next day. And coveted national rankings for four years running. All to help you beat the pain and heal faster. Go to kch.org to learn more. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867 and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use previous siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867 And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text Mike's Roofing.com Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Kate 98.7. This is tonight in high school football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. We are presented by Bex Hybrids at Bex. They are and will remain farmers at hearts. And welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game as we talk a little Southwest Ohio high school football this evening with Mike Dyer, who's covered high school sports for years down at WCPO. And Mike, such great high school football played in your area of the state. We've asked you about this before, but in a pro town like Cincinnati, where the Reds, Bengals, UC, heck, even MLS soccer are so big, does high school football get lost a little bit down there? Skip, it does not at all. Uh, Friday nights are reserved for high school football, and uh, it is a fabric of the community, as cliche as that may sound. But uh, no, it is, it is certainly when you go from Division One to Division Seven. Uh, Friday nights are certainly high school football through and through, and it doesn't matter whether you're in the city of Cincinnati or you get out to the suburbs or or uh, northern suburbs. Um, it is certainly uh, reserved for that tradition, and it, it speaks well for uh, you know all the teams and all the schools because uh, certainly you know these schools want to have that keep that tradition, keep that 
vintage uh, high school sports uh, as much as we can, and, and I think that's true here in Cincinnati. Well, let me ask you about a couple specifics. Boy, Division One, Region Four is wild. I mean, Milford and Princeton are six and zero, and then man, everybody else is four and two or three and three. Are they just beating up on each other? I know, for example, Elder and Saint X had an absolute classic a week ago. Yeah, it's been kind of a crazy time in Division One. People ask all the time, like, who's going to emerge out of Region Four? Obviously, Moeller been a state semifinalist the past two years. Uh, they have a new coach this year, but, uh, you know, uh, they've come on as of late, um, you know, after starting one and three against, uh, Indiana opponents, uh, they're on the cusp of a GCL South title tonight, uh, playing at Elder at the pit. But, uh, no, Milford, a ton of credit for longtime coach Tom Grippa, trying to be 10 and 0 for the first time in program history. Uh, last time they were 9 and 0 was 1957. Wow. So, uh, certainly, uh, you know, they're building a lot of things there with, uh, coach Grippa and, you know, Princeton, um, they're 6 and 0 for the first time since 1990. Trying to win the outright GMC title from uh, 1993 as well. So, uh, Coach Andre Parker in his third season, remember, he came over from Wenton Woods. Uh, Division Two program, but uh, he's got the Vikings rolling right now. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about Whitten Woods, part of a trio with Anderson and Withrow there in Region 8. Any of those stand out as the team to beat? Skip, I'll say this, and I've been saying this to a lot of people. I think Division Two Region 8 is the most intriguing of our divisions here in Greater Cincinnati. I mean, you just have, you just mentioned it, Anderson, Withrow, Whitten Woods, Kings, remember they were state semifinals just on the cusp of making it to Canton last year, and Harrison, how about LaSalle? You can't forget them. They won no. the state title. 2019. So, uh, yeah, it is loaded. I was at the Anderson Winton Woods game last week where Anderson, uh, defeated Winton Woods, snapped their 18 game regular season win streak, uh, won that by a touchdown. And lo and behold, their defense really stepped up, uh, that being Anderson. And, uh, so it's going to be a fun time when it comes to the playoffs. Well, speaking of winning streaks, I have to ask you about Wyoming and Division Four. Their regular season win streak is just unreal. It has to be a story mentioned every week, no? It really is, uh, Skip. I mean, I, I don't think they've gotten the recognition statewide that they deserve. Uh, Wyoming, they're number one, by the way, in all-time winning percentage in Ohio high school football history. Wow. It's a rich tradition. Uh, give a ton of credit to Coach Aaron Hancock. He's, he's done wonders with that program, but obviously 73 consecutive regular season victories going into tonight's game against Deer Park. Uh, that is believed to be a state record, uh, and certainly, uh, you know, they made it up to Canton last year with a Division Four state run-up to Cleveland Glenville. At some point, do you think their non-league opponents will shy away from scheduling them, or do you think schools may want to get in line to eventually just slay the dragon, so to speak? Yeah, it's kind of funny because uh, in Division Four, Region 16 down here, Taft uh, was the team that played Wyoming last year in the regional final. And those two teams uh, had played in the regular season, but uh, they don't this year. So, um, you know, it, it's kind of uh, one of those things where I think, uh, you, know, you know, Wyoming's tradition, as somebody kind of put it to me, uh, you know, you know their toughness going into it, and you know maybe you you think uh, if you're an opponent and you've beaten some other teams that you could do the same thing, use the same strategy, run the football right up the middle. But Wyoming, you can't do that. You just have to play differently. And lo and behold, they haven't lost uh, in the regular season since October of 2015. So that puts it in perspective. Mike Dyer has covered high school sports in the Cincinnati area for years with WCPO. Mike, we always appreciate your time. Love talking high school football with you. Skip, thank you very much. And we'll be back to wrap up this week's Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football halftime report presented by Bex Hybrids next on the Ohio News Network. Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Selvin Vasquez Velasquez from Aiken High School for his commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. I love personality and soccer because uh, when I run, personality helped me to get more assistance in soccer. Both of them uh, helped me a lot. 
Selvin plays multiple sports and speaks multiple languages, and he uses that skill to help new students learn how to speak English. He's also busy with other activities, like Future Farmers of America. We take care of the animals, we feed them, we plant our plants, and then we, we grow it. And then uh, we, we give that food to uh, people uh, from our community. He brought his love for farming with him when he came to America from his home country. When I came from Guatemala, I hear about the opportunity, and I say, uh, I'm going to do that opportunity. This is my fourth, my fourth year uh, working on uh, agriculture. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Folding a fitted sheet, programming the thermostat, matching your socks. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your home doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like finding that missing sock. That's simple human sense. Visit Hummel's Newark office right off the downtown square or online at HummelGRP.com. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L01 series is part of our tractor lineup, rated number one in durability and owner experience. They feature powerful Kubota diesel engines and easy operation. The durable Kubota L01 series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Sainsville or online at LashleyTractor.com. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate ninety eight point seven. This this is O N N. Our thanks once again to Mike Dyer for talking a little Cincinnati area high school football with us this evening. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football, presented by Bex Hybrids. A reminder you can. Listen to many of our affiliate broadcasts from across the state at onnradio.com from the Ohio News Network. Your college experience should be built just for you, supporting everything you value most. That's why Ohio University delivers the high-quality education we're known for right here on our Lancaster campus. Whether you're a full-time student or working full-time, Ohio's affordable, flexible degrees are always in demand in our community and can take you anywhere. Earn a degree in your own backyard on your own terms and move your career and your community forever forward. Learn more at ohio.edu slash Lancaster. Hi, this is Chris from KSIP Service Center. You often have to wonder if a company has to spend so much money on a national level marketing if they're really able to provide that level of service to keep you as a customer or if they have to continue to spend that money just to get new customers. At KSEPs, we want customers for life. And what that means is we don't have to try as hard to get new customers. Don't you want to do business with someone that you trust? KSEP Service Center, located in Johnstown, Granville, and online at k-seps.com. KSEPs, quality you can trust. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. Trillium Farms, one of the country's leading egg producers, located near Johnstown, is hiring. If you're looking for a flexible, friendly, team-oriented work environment, they want you on their team. Hiring maintenance technicians, shippers, production, and processing workers. They offer some of the highest earnings in the industry, a very competitive benefits package, and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. View current openings or apply online at versova.com. B-E-R-S-O-V-A dot com. Trillion Farms is an equal opportunity employer. 
60 years of getting the job done right. 60 years of satisfied customers at their homes and businesses. Houston Plumbing and Heating, your York professional contractor, is celebrating 60 years in business. Since 1963, our family has been keeping your family safe and comfortable. Call us at 740-763-3961, where for 60 years and counting, one call does it all. Ohio license number 25394. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. 14 to 7, our halftime score here at Watkins Memorial High School. The Warriors leading the Licking Valley Panthers. Some other games of note that are at halftime or second quarter. Big one in the LCL Cardinal up at Utica. The Heath Bulldogs taking on the Redskins. Right now, Heath leads that score by a 21 to 7 count. Winner of that game, pretty much the inside track to capture the LCL Cardinal. And Bulldogs trying to make a strong push to capture that and then get ready for the postseason. Yeah, Utica having an outstanding season. And Heath, you know, there's a this is a, this was a trap game possibly for Heath overlooking Utica, but it looks like they're on the right track so far in that one. And we'll have the Bulldogs next week at home. Our fourth consecutive homecoming here on Kate 98.7. They'll be entertaining the Northridge Vikings who lead Lakewood tonight in the second quarter by a score of 7 to nothing. Vikings trying to get their second win on the season, but we will be at Swank Field next Friday night. Pre-game at 6.45 and the live kick at 7. Licking Heights has a 21-7 lead at Zanesville. Hornets, I'm sure, impressed you as much as they did me the way they hung with Granville last week after we saw them against Newark Catholic, and they just couldn't get anything going offensively. Only lost to the Blue Aces 28-20 and got 21 points on the board tonight. Yeah, I think Heights could be a team, too, that isn't as good as what their record indicates. That game against Newark Catholic, lots of penalties that really cost them the football game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the Blue Aces may have take, took them a little lightly and were, avoid, were able to avoid the upset last week. Granville non-lead matchup tonight against Lyndon McKinley. They have a 28-0 lead in the second quarter, looking to move to 7-0 and on the season. Uh, of course, they end the year with back-to-back games at home against Licking Valley, which we'll have for you here on Kate 98.7, and then Week 10 coming here to Watkins to take on the Warriors. One other game of note, 14-14, Newark at home, taking on the Reynoldsburg Raiders, deadlocked just before halftime, those two teams, 14-14, and really would like to see the Wildcats pull that one out. They've had a tough three-game losing streak after that heartbreaker to Thomas Worthington, losing to Olentangy Orange and then Pitt Central. Yeah, Reynoldsburg is 0-6. They're probably better than their 0-6 mark. That game last year was 13-7, the Raiders winning it at home. But right now, it's tied at 14. Yeah, I think you just got to try to keep the games close if you're Newark and just give the ball, get the ball in Steelmeister's hands with a chance to win the game. And he's probably going to come come through for you more times than not. Again, just an amazing stat to me is Newark has 18 touchdowns on the season. They have one defensive score, which happened last week. The other 17, it's either Meister running or throwing. Just a tremendous senior campaign for the left-hander. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw him since he was a sophomore. He's 
taking steps each and every year. He's really taking a big step this year. And, yeah, that team quite literally will sink or swim with him being captain of the ship. We get ready for the third quarter here. 14-7, Watkins lead it. What's your thoughts as we get ready for third quarter action? Well, yeah, like I said, right before halftime, in these close games, whoever can really establish momentum first in the second half on this first possession, whether you're on offense or on defense, whoever establishes momentum first, I believe, will win the game. Um, if you're the Panthers, I try to let Hayden Rodgers, you know, he, they were kind of conservative throwing the football in that first half. They were to drive down the field running the football a lot, but I don't think that's going to be a consistent way to go against this Warriors team. Um, you're going to let Hayden Rodgers air it out more, and then for the Warriors, I'd say run the ball more. Um, Banks has been outstanding. The times he's touched the football, I want him to get the carry basically on every first down play. Just try to stay ahead of the sticks for Watkins Memorial. Jody Katz gets it off for Watkins and returning right up the gut and getting back into the ball game. And a good return that time was Marshall Carr for Valley. So great to see him back in there. He had the huge pass play which set up their touchdown in that first quarter and a good return across the 30-yard line for Valley. They'll start right there, first and 10. And we'll see two. Nine total penalties unofficially in that first half. Five going against Valley. Four against the Warriors. So we will see if both these teams are able to clean up their penalties at halftime. Hayden Rogers will hand it off to Trent Marcus. Hit behind the line of scrimmage. He'll be able to push forward back to the line, but Watkins a good defensive play to start on this opening possession in the second half. Yeah, it's going to be hard running the football against this Watkins Memorial team. Um, yeah, you do want to try to keep that defense guessing. You would like to have somewhat of a rushing attack, but like I said, I think this needs to be Hayden Rodgers half um, whether he be running or throwing the football if the Panthers want to win. Well, he's going to run it here on second down and 10, and he will get at most two yards on that pickup. Marcus had over 100 yards rushing in the first half last week against Zanesville. He doesn't even have 40 right now. Yeah, different. Watkins more a lot different animal defensively than the Blue Devils, but yeah, set up third and long. Once again, just unable to get anything going on those first and second down plays, but the Panthers were 4 for 7 on third downs in that first half. Third and 8. Rodgers in the gun. Here comes the blitz, but it is picked up. He's got time. Now he runs out of time and will be sacked back at the 30-yard line. I think they were trying to go deep there. He pumped once, but then after the pump, the protection broke down. Yeah, neither of these quarterbacks are going to have a lot of time throwing the football. Second sack of the game for the Warriors coming at a big spot and talking about getting momentum so far. Seems like the Warriors got that momentum going three, forcing a three and out um, from that Licking Valley offense. Jacob Wheeler back to punt for Licking Valley. High snap, but he handles it and gets away again. A good high spiraling kick that will bounce at the 30 and then take a Watkins bounce and go back to the 33-yard line. So three and out for Valley to start this third quarter. 9.59 remains in that stanza. 14-7, Watkins leads it. And they will get the ball on offense for the first time tonight. Yep, and right here, 
Don't need to be fancy. Now just hand it off to your junior, junior running back, Gerald Banks, right here. It, it seems like more times than not, whenever he touches the ball, he creates something. In his burst, it, he's got such a good motor. Like, he goes 0-60 to 60 in a blink of an eye. If he's able to get up the middle and that line's able to just give him a little bit of room, he can take this one for six. He's in the backfield with Drew Samsel on first and ten. Samsel will throw it, and the catch made, and getting a little bit of yardage across the 35-yard line. That's John Apel, and he will get up to the 37-yard line, so about a five-yard pickup. Yeah, not a bad play there on first down. They've been running those wide receiver screens a lot. Didn't have that much success doing them in the first half. This time they would pick up about five yards, so that's just what's important, too, is just keeping it in second and third and shorts. Samso in the gun. Valley looking to bring it up, and I think offside. Yeah, it's going to be offsides against Licking Valley as Quinn Hornfeck came up to bump the wide receiver, but then crossed the line, and that's a first down. So, second time an offside penalty results in a first down for Watkins' offense. We have six now total for the Panthers. Here's the handoff to Cook, 45 midfield, and up to the 48-yard line, very close to a 10-yard pickup. That'll put him over 100 yards, and it is a first down. Yep. Uh, if you don't hit him right away, forget about it. Yeah, he's got. He's very elusive. Um, yeah, he's just a speed demon out there. I mean, you got to hit him right at the line of scrimmage, or he's probably going to pick up at least you know eight, nine, ten yards. And I just keep giving it to him. I mean, it's he is your best player on offense so far here tonight. And you've been able to get it in the end zone when he has those explosive plays he creates. From the Valley 48, he gets it again. And this time they do hit him right at the line of scrimmage. And will push him back. Forward progress will get him back to the line. It'll be second down and ten. Yeah, good job that time from the Valley defensive line. They're going to have to try to continue to do that. And maybe in a way, I mean, I know it's still early in the second half, but... Maybe do a little bit more scouting here for the Warriors' offense, but you could, in a way, sell out against the run and just these short wide receiver screens that the Warriors have been running all night long so far. Samsel to throw. Fires across the middle and too high for his retented receiver was Apple again. Incomplete, and it's now third down and ten. So just when you think you get a little bit going, now you got third and long again. Yeah, they try to go... For a, a deep shot, but a medium gain right there on second down and ten. But pressure got to Samsel, and I feel like it's influencing you know these passes that he is dropping back and uh, looking to throw, just because it's just that those Panthers are just swarming to him every single time. Third and ten, here they come, and he's got pressure and he's running, nowhere to go, nobody's open, and it goes incomplete. So, really, when it's a passing setup, it is just not productive at all. The Valley defense has them right where they want, and that's been successful for the Panthers' D every single time. Yeah, when it's been a third and long, third and ten, it's, a, it's basically a death sentence for the, uh, the, for the Warriors. They have not been able to hook up on a long passing play. Really, the closest that they got was the very first play of the game. Samson dropped back, looking to throw deep. It went incomplete, but... 
Yeah, the pressure's after him. The secondary for the for the uh, Panthers, too, has been locking down those Watkins receivers. So that's why it's just so important to make it a third and short on first and second down. Braden Wingdangle gets the punt away, and it will go inside the 10, inside the 5. Second time he's been able to pin the Panthers back deep in territory. So 7.47 to go, third quarter, 14-7. Watkins lead it, and for the Valley defense, they've got a long way to go. Got to be careful here with that aggressive Warrior D. Yeah, second time we've seen him set up deep inside their own side of the field. Trent Marcus was able to bail him out last time. I'm sure that's what the game plan is going to be this time. Warriors are going to be ready for it. But, yeah, you got to be really careful here. You're the Panthers. This game's still up for grabs here. Momentum's still up for grabs. Do not want to give up a safety in this situation. At the three-yard line, first and ten, Licking Valley. Rodgers, I think he's changing the play. Moving some people around on this first and ten. He's looking to throw, and the pass off the hands, and almost an interception. It bounced up in the air for just a second, and the pass falls incomplete, looking for Cam Walker that time, second and ten. If you're Walker, you just you got to catch it in that situation there. Um, yeah, if Rodgers did audible, I liked it. Um, I don't think anybody was expecting a pass there in first down. Just a quick little screen to pick up four or five yards, get you a little bit of breathing room. Walker was open. It was a nice pass. Just wasn't able to look that one all the way in. So second and ten now from the Panther three. Trailing 14-7. to Rodgers in the gun. Here they come. Marcus breaks up the middle and a good hole across the 10-yard line. And a good pickup there on second down and 10, and he gets 10 yards. So second time Marcus coming up big for the Valley offense when they've been pinned back. Yeah, he is ran his best football when they've been inside their own five-yard line. It seems like gets them some much-needed breathing room on that carry. So he gets 11 yards up to the 14-yard line. First and 10 Valley there with 7-13 remaining in this third quarter. Rodgers to throw. He is looking deep, and the pass off the hands of Trent Clark. Good ball that time thrown by Rodgers. Defense was there, too, but it was there. Clark just couldn't hold on to it. Yeah, I feel like that pass just inches ahead of Clark that time. Just a tad too much on that one from Rodgers. But yeah, I think, don't let that discourage you if you're looking back. Continue to take those shots downfield. You know, this is you know, this is what you've been training all year for and for Rodgers his whole career. He wants to, you know, hit a big signature uh, downfield throw in a big game. Second down and ten. Rodgers to throw. It's a screen pass to Marcus. He's got blockers in front of him. Across the 20. 25-30 and one man got him at the 32 or else he was gone for six. Yeah, that was a touchdown saving tackle that time. Nobody was out in front of him. And yeah, Marcus seems to have his motor running so far in this one now. Two big plays from the running back and they're starting to drive down the field here still not into a warrior territory though so now they're using the aggressiveness against Watkins against them 21 yard pass play that time to Marcus here's an inside handoff for about four yards see who was the ball carrier there it was Cam Walker but yeah Marcus a 12 yard run and now a 21 yard pass 
to get them in much more manageable field territory, trailing 14-7. to Walker picking up four on that first and ten play, second down and six. Rogers with Marcus in the backfield with him. Will look to throw, fires, and he's got a man open. And making the catch for another first down, that's Trent Clark, who caught the touchdown pass earlier. And this has been a very impressive drive by the Panthers. Yeah, they're looking, they're hitting on all cylinders right now, and I like it. Keeping your foot on the gas here. I, you know, try to get the plays in as quick as possible. Keep that Warrior defense on their toes. Keep mixing it up with runs and passes. Keep your foot on the gas. Do not let up. You know, don't be satisfied. All right, we got out of our own zone. It's a better punt now. No, we want six here. They get eight yards on that second down pickup for a first down. Here's Marcus. He eludes one man in the backfield, flagged on the play as he gets into Watkins territory. See if it was a block below the waist. Yeah. Nope. Block below the waist on defense? So the call <laughs> showed. Okay, that was the call. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. You you don't see that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I want to say a first for me, or it's a chop block maybe. But still, still you don't yeah, really see that against defense. the Damson. So that'll make it an automatic first down and take it all the way to the Watkins 39-yard line. Wow. So that's the biggest penalty against the Warriors. Actually, now they're going to say the 38-yard line. Again, this drive started at the Valley 3. Now they're at the Warrior 38, first and 10. 5-13 remaining third quarter, 14-7. Watkins lead it. End around to Lohr. Breaks one tackle, and then will get spun out of bounds inside the 35-yard line. Mixing it up well on this drive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, doing... Runs in a variety of ways, doing a little end around, like the variation there, and yeah, I mean you're you're playing to score here now. Um, doesn't matter where you start the drive. You have seems like you guys are getting this momentum, getting some traction here on offense. Looks a lot like that 12 play touchdown drive in the first quarter. Low snap on second and five. Here's Marcus. Good cutback, and he will get the first down and more. 20, 10, house call, Licking Valley. Trent Marcus coming up with huge plays on this drive, running and catching screen passes, and that time he takes it in for six, and it's 14 to 13. 97-yard drive by the Panthers. Kind of poetic that Marcus was able to put that one in the end zone. That was really his drive. He did a lot of the heavy lifting there, and gets a huge rush right there for a chance to tie this one up. But talking about momentum, seems like the Panthers are playing better so far here in the second half and are now just an extra point away from tying this ball game up. Wheeler's extra point is blocked, and it could be picked up, and it could be gone for two. But they called it dead. Okay, they called it dead. 14-13 our score. 4.58 remains. Back after this timeout on the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Stop into the toy store and upgrade your ride with epic savings on Polaris ATVs and side-by-sides. This is Jeff Ward, and now through September 30th, you can save on select Polaris Razor, Ranger, Sportsman, and General models with financing options as low as 1.49% APR for qualified buyers. 
There's no better time to take home a Polaris off-road vehicle. Explore the impressive Polaris lineup during our Upgrade Your Ride sales event at the toy store, Polaris. Think outside. Terms and conditions apply. Not all will qualify for financing rates. See dealer for details. Driver must be at least 16 years old with a valid driver's license to operate. 60 years of getting the job done right. 60 years of satisfied customers at their homes and businesses. Houston Plumbing and Heating, your York professional contractor, is celebrating 60 years in business. Since 1963, our family has been keeping your family safe and comfortable. Call us at 740-763-3961, where for 60 years and counting, one call does it all. Ohio license number 25394. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. Jacob Wheeler set to kick it off, and again, booms that kick. It will go way into the end zone for a touchback. So, Mark Bruce keeping me on my toes, informing me, yes, that you cannot return any type of block punt, or should say blocked extra point attempt, for two points. And also, it is an emphasis rule this year with officials on blocking low, especially if a offensive lineman is pulling or something of that nature, the defensive folks can't hit them low, so that's your penalty. So, thank you, Mark, for keeping us up to date. And don't forget, you can join Mark and Lee for the T100 High School Football Scoreboard Show coming up 9 to 11 tonight on T100. So the extra point is blocked, making it 14-13. Watkins does lead Licking Valley, but the Panthers have the momentum, and they are stopping Banks in the backfield for a three-yard loss. 97-yard drive in nine plays, capped off by the 32-yard touchdown run by Trent Marcus, and I'm sure that stunned the Watkins Memorial defense to have that happen. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, it seems like the, the Panthers, even though they got the extra point block, I mean, they, they've got the momentum right now. They, especially after that big play there on first down, setting up the Warriors behind the six, where they have been just dreadful tonight. Second down and 12. Samsel looking, firing. He's got his man. What a catch by Kirk, the tight end. Makes a couple moves at the 40. 45 midfield. 45, 40. Still on his feet inside the 35-yard line. Oh, what a turn of events we've got going on now. Yeah, it'll take what I just said throw it in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sees back that momentum, really, in just a blink of an eye. Yeah, Samsel he saw his first read, wasn't there. Goes to his tight end that time and just a great catch and great yards after catch. And now, yeah, the Warriors are trying to cap this drive off now with a touchdown. Seems like, though, whenever they do are able to string together a big play, they're able to capitalize with a score. 47 yards on that pass play. He'll throw it again. Catch made by Apple. He breaks one tackle and gets inside the 35 to about the 31-yard line. Great hands by Kirk. It was a great throw, don't get me wrong, but he went up, got his fingertips, and then a couple of nice moves in the open field. Yeah, kind of. Uh, Samson's been kind of high-pointing him tonight for his receiver, so yeah. Yeah, Kirk kind of having to jump in the air, snag that one, and I think, yes, yeah, some of the probably the Looking Valley defenders were kind of shocked he even caught it to begin with, and that's what led to just the open field ahead of him. Coming up on three minutes remaining in what we thought was looking like a pretty mundane third quarter, but things have picked up. 14-13, Watkins leads it by a point. Now at Licking Valley's 31-yard line, and it looks like Watkins will have to call a timeout. So we'll keep it right here. So 
Yeah, just when you think somebody's grabbed it, the other team takes it away. That's been the theme of the game so far. The the Warriors usually are able to hold about a one-touchdown lead. Panthers able to respond just when you think maybe the Panthers are going to try to make a big stop on defense themselves. That's when the Warriors offense suddenly gets a sense of urgency and able to make some plays down the field. Had to call timeout that time to avoid the delay of game, but... What just what's most important for Watkins is not to take a sack here. Try to avoid you know the false starts or any negative yardage penalties here. Just negative yardage plays in general. Stay ahead of the sticks. It's about second and six, second and five. That's exactly where you want to be. Just stay ahead of the sticks. Make it second down and medium. You know third and short situation. Just because I mean you guys aren't. It doesn't seem like this offense tonight is able to you know when it's a third and ten. No, they've been basically, it's been death sentences for this offense. After the timeout, they're facing a second and six from the Valley 31-yard line. Banks on Samsel's left shoulder on the second down. He will throw it again. Looking, now he's going to scramble. Looking to run, flagged on the play, so this play is coming back as he is tackled back at the 31-yard line. So... This holding call will push them way back and make it second down and long. Yeah, that's exactly what I told him not to do there. <laughs> uh, get a penalty on second down, and it's one of the worst that you can have a holding. And the way that this game's going, these holding calls can kill your drive now. Second and 15 here. You are forced to throw it, but I wouldn't be opposed to just try to maybe give it to Banks here and try to pick up a big chunk. He's in the backfield with Samso on this second down. Here's the snap. Straight back to throw. Pressure. Nowhere to go, but he makes a couple nice moves and then slides down at the 40. No, they're going to make it the 38-yard line. So... Opportunity here, third down and a long three, but definitely manageable, and it'll be an interesting play call here. It's actually third 13, and thirteen. Yeah. Third and thirteen. Yep. Yeah, it's it's been it's been tough sledding for the Warriors on third and longs, and just on third downs in general. Two for seven today on third downs. One of those was uh, one of those conversions was a personal foul, so they've only really converted one. Third and 13. Here comes the blitz. It is picked up this time. Catch made, but well short of the first down to the 33-yard line. Too far for a field goal here. Fourth down and eight. And let's see what Watkins decides to do under two minutes to go in this third quarter. And the Warriors holding on to a slim 14-13 lead. Looks like they will go for it. Taking a long time, though, to get the play in. You would hate to use a second time out here in the third quarter. Yeah. 13 on the play clock. And now they are lining up. So they will go for it. Fourth and eight from the Valley 33-yard line. Samson to throw. Here comes pressure. He eludes one man at the 35, at the 30. Can he get the first down? He spins away and gets it. Oh, what a run by Drew Samsel that time. It was going to be nip and tuck right at the first yard stripe, but he spun away and got the first down. Yeah, it was a foot race right to the markers. 
If he went out of bounds, he would have been a yard short and just kind of turned his back and fell backward under the defender, which gave him just enough for a huge fourth down conversion for the Warriors. That was a big play right there. Needed 13 and got 14 at the Valley 24 as we come up on 45 seconds. Samsel, here's the handoff to Banks along the right side, tries to cut back. Ball on the ground, recovered by Valley. Licking Valley gets the turnover as Banks tried to make something happen there, but it was stripped away. I believe it was Evan Lohr who stripped it, and Valley gets the first turnover of the game, and it is a big one. Yeah, just a swing of momentum back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, they just picked up that big fourth down. You think, and Now you're thinking, all right, the Warriors getting some momentum, probably going to put this one in the end zone, just got to have that feeling after that big fourth down conversion. Panthers come right back, force a turnover, and that's what we were saying, you know, whoever, whoever is able to force a turnover and now capitalize off of it will likely win this game. Here's the handoff to Marcus. Across the 30, good, solid pickup on first down to about the 32-33 yard line. With 28 seconds to go in this third quarter, we have a injured Watkins player down. Looks like it might be a cramp. So stretching out his leg. Clock will stop here. I think this drive right here could, I mean, could quite literally be the game if the Panthers are able to go and put this one in the end zone. And it's really who wants to impose their will, right? Who's going to impose their will? This one's going to be one in the trenches. We've talked about this Watkins Memorial defense, how great that they've been. That defense needs to step up here and try to, you know, help out that offense that's been struggling here tonight. Get that Panther offense off the field. And if you're looking Valley, your offensive line has played outstanding on this four-game winning streak. They've been playing pretty solid here tonight. They've been playing really great in this third quarter. They want to lean on them and continue to run the ball with Marcus and try to put this one in the end zone. So second down and five at the Valley 33-yard line. Probably the final play of this third quarter. Rodgers, it's a shovel pass to Marcus. He's at the 40, 45, gets up close to midfield. And they're going to their workhorse, and he is delivering. Yeah, it seems like he just thought this was going to be the Hayden Rodgers game, but instead it's been the really Trent Marcus game so far, especially here in this third quarter on back-to-back drives. Fourth quarter coming up, 14-13. Watkins lead it. Back after this timeout on the high school football game of the week on K98.7. The Energy Cooperative Operation Roundup Foundation has granted over $3.8 million into our community since 2006. Participating members round up their utility bills to the next dollar, creating funds for school books, playground equipment, community parks, animal rescue, scholarships, and more. The Operation Roundup Foundation Board of Directors say thank you for helping to improve our community. For more information on Operation Roundup grant applications, go to myenergycoop.com slash roundup. 
Hi, this is Chris from KSIP Service Center. You often have to wonder if a company has to spend so much money on a national level marketing if they're really able to provide that level of service to keep you as a customer, or if they have to continue to spend that money just to get new customers. At KSEPs, we want customers for life. And what that means is we don't have to try as hard to get new customers. Don't you want to do business with someone that you trust? KSEP Service Center, located in Johnstown, Granville, and online at k-seps.com. KSEPs, quality you can trust. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Kate 98.7. Back here at Watkins Memorial, Brian Mays, Garrett Wandel, 11-51, fourth quarter. It's 14-13, Watkins leading Licking Valley, but the Panthers trying to capitalize on the first turnover of the game have moved into Warrior territory. Now at the 46-yard line after a four-yard pickup by Marcus on first down. Second down and six from the Warrior 46-yard line. Rodgers in the gun. And here is the end around again. This time Watkins sniffs it out all the way back inside Valley territory across midfield. A huge loss right there. And just a huge play. Panthers have been steadily taking it down the field, chipping away at that Warriors defense, running the football down the th- their throats. That end-around play, they ran it now. That was the third time they ran it. Two previous times, it was able to get pretty positive yardage. That time, Watkins Memorial was ready for it. They stopped it, and now it's a third down, obvious passing situation here for the Panthers, and this is when you need to get off the field if you're the Warriors. Third and 11 from the Valley, 49. Rodgers in the gun. Back to throw. He is looking deep. Ball up in the air, and was it? Does fall incomplete. (laughs) Almost thought Marshall Carr came down with it. As that throw, you thought maybe was hung up too long, but it did get to his hands. A pretty good throw. Yeah, not a bad throw that time. Just good coverage. Good coverage by the Warriors. And that defense that is that they've leaned on all year long comes up with in a big spot. Prevents the Panthers from turning that turnover into any points. Pending nothing crazy happens here on the punt. So Wheeler will... He's standing at his 35-yard line for the punt. He's had really good punts tonight, setting up really no returns for Watkins. This is a line drive, and it fumbles away at the 5-yard line and barely gets it. Now the Watkins folks are upset because the man tried to get to it and the ref was in the way, but he muffed it to start with, and Valley's going to have it inside the 10-yard line, probably right at the 5. Fans are not happy, but he didn't catch it, Garrett. Yeah, I mean, he didn't catch it. I see where they're coming from. The official was, like, right on the ball, (laughs) so he couldn't jump on it. Um, I mean, if it's a situation like that, you just run the official over and get the ball, you know. If it, uh, but, yeah, I mean, they muffed it to begin with. So another huge mistake by the Warriors. Fans aren't happy. I mean, like I said, I can see where they're coming from. But, I mean, I'm sure if you kind of just dove on the official's legs, you could have what understood. Um, but, I mean, Panthers set up now prime. Prime position to take control and take the lead of this game. I don't blame the official. Not one for one second. 
those things happen, but that's that's part of the game. Yeah, it, it's just part of the game. You don't see it often. They try to space it out as best they can, and it did kind of take a weird spin when it was hit off of his hands. And here's the opportunity for Licking Valley right here to take yep. the lead for the first time. First and goal from the five. And we are ready to go. Watkins 14, Licking Valley 13. Marcus behind Rogers on first and goal. And he is hit and drilled at the seven-yard line. We'll see what the Warrior defense can do here to try to fire it up. But that is truly back-to-back fumbles. Yep. The fumble by Banks and then the fumble on the punt return. And I know it may sound weird, but depending on what happens here on this goal line drive, maybe that's what Watkins Memorial kind of needed to wake themselves up, get the crowd involved. I mean, this is the most the crowd's been involved. It seems like that defense is most fired up it's been all night. Second down and goal from the seven. Rodgers will roll out, looking, looking, firing in the end zone, and incomplete. So it's third and goal from the seven. 9.45 remains in this fourth quarter. Good ball game here. 14-13. Watkins by a point. Thanks to a blocked extra point when Valley was looking to tie things up in the third quarter. So it's third and goal from the seven. Interesting play call here for Coach Boffman in year number 48. He's seen this many a time. Let's see what he decides to dial up here. I I would think some sort of pass. Rogers in the gun. He is looking in the end zone and off the hands of Cam Walker. So quality stop by the Watkins Memorial defense facing a first and goal from the five and it ends up being a two yard negative possession for the Panthers so they will bring on Jacob Wheeler to attempt the field goal and take the lead. Wheeler a very good field goal kicker. He did miss one last week against Zanesville from 42 yards. This one a lot closer as in 29 yards. Rodgers is the holder. Crowd gets loud here at Watkins. Here's the snap. Kick on the way. And it is... No good! He missed it! He missed it! That was... And the the Valley players cannot believe it. They absolutely cannot believe it. That took a long time. And, Garrett, you correct me if I'm wrong. They just kind of looked at each other and finally made the decision. (laughs) And Coach Boffman is coming out, and he is hot. I mean, he wants to check on an injured Valley player, but he is hot. Uh, From up here, I mean, what did you, I mean, it looked good to me up here. I don't know. We've been wrong before. You notice I didn't say one word. I know. Well, I mean, I've learned my lesson, too. He's just kind of waiting to see what the officials say, but... um, Oh, Coach Boffman is still having words, and I think he's like... This is when we wish we had, we could have a replay, you know, to yeah. see if it actually... I mean, it had plenty of leg. I. Oh, he boomed it. I, I want to say wide right, maybe, if anything? I don't know. I honestly can't tell you. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you. Uh, I don't know. Can they reverse this call? Is that a... 
I don't know. They're having quite the discussion at about the 13-yard line, as we do have an injured Valley player on the field. We're going to take a break. 9.35 remains fourth quarter, 14-13. Watkins leads it. Back after this timeout on the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always there to make the toughest jobs easier. Husqvarna has been the choice of professionals and homeowners alike for more than 332 years. Wright Brothers Power carries a full range of parts and accessories that add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Wright Brothers Power at 625 West Church Street. 60 years of getting the job done right. 60 years of satisfied customers at their homes and businesses. Houston Plumbing and Heating, your York professional contractor, is celebrating 60 years in business. Since 1963, our family has been keeping your family safe and comfortable. Call us at 740-763-3961, where for 60 years and counting, one call does it all. Ohio license number 25394. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. We are back here at Watkins, and I'll tell you what, the full moon is in full effect of what we are seeing right now. So let me just try to clear this up. The field goal was no good. The referees had a long discussion, and as we have seen, missed field goals have been placed at the 20-yard line all season. This one is where the line of scrimmage was at the 7-yard line. And the Watkins coaches are absolutely furious, and it has stayed at the 7-yard line. This is a second down, and Banks makes a couple of nice moves and gets the first down. And if I sound a little confused... I am. All I can do is blame it on the full moon. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, officials may have been having a little rough game here tonight, but they're at the 20 now after, thanks to Banks, out past the 20, and, you know, under nine to go. This is a perfect opportunity, you know. Touchdown extra point still keeps it at one possession, but, I mean, you just, your defense bailed you out there huge. It was first and goal at the five. Panthers got out with zero points. Now's a perfect opportunity to try to put this game away. Samsel with a quick pass. Here's Apple. Makes a couple men miss. Flagged on the play. It's coming back. And it's to the 28-yard line. For a game that's 14-13, to 13, sometimes, folks, you don't need shootouts. This has everything going on at the moment. Looks like they'll bring this play back. After the... Pretty positive pickup. It was going to be second and short, but it will be marked back to the uh, 12-yard line with 8.39 to go in this fourth quarter. 14-13. Watkins leads it, and you're going to have a second down, first down and 22 from the 12-yard line. Watkins truly right now trying just to hold on. After a fumbled punt at the five-yard line, a missed field goal, and here we are. Here's Banks. 
couple nice moves, but the Watkins offensive line not able to stop that Licking Valley front. He'll get up to about the 14, but it will remain second and long. Yeah, I mean, this is where you kind of test the wills of both of these teams. And, I mean, yeah, but if it weren't for that block extra point, this one would be tied up 14-14. That may, I mean, the way this game's going, that we might be looking at the final score right now. That block extra point may come in to really haunt the Panthers team. But if I'm Watkins, I mean, this one-point lead, you cannot, you know, act like this is comfortable at all. You would, you need to really try to get into the end zone or at least put three more points on the board. Or at least move the field. Because right now they are deep. Second down and 14. Here's a wide receiver screen. And again, the Valley defense right there. We'll get up to about the 18-yard line. But it's going to still be third and a long way to go. So... This play is Mammoth with 7-12 to go in the fourth quarter. Yep, third and long. It's been mission impossible, really, for the Warriors on offense. Two for eight on third downs in this one. And, and in these backed-up situations, I mean, it's been pretty predictable what's coming. It's going to be a wide receiver screen or a handoff. That's been the playbook for the Warriors on offense. Samson rolls out. He's got pressure. Gets one block. He's got a man wide open, but he didn't see him. Oh, he had Kirk behind the defense at about the midfield stripe, but the pass goes incomplete, and Valley should have good field position. Oh, is he wide open? Yeah, I... If he didn't see him, or I don't know if he didn't have enough on it since he was kind of thrown on the run, but another third down stop by the Panthers, and they will have a chance to get the go-ahead field goal or touchdown as this game is slowly ticking away. So Valley's returner standing at midfield for this punt by Winnagel. Here's the snap. Gets it away. Good high kick. Lore will let it bounce, and it takes a huge Watkins bounce inside the 30, and that's probably one you got to feel. I, I think he lost it. You think so? And I the think lights? he lost it because it looked like, I don't know if it was you know, the, that strategy where the uh, punter acts like they're going to field it and lets it go, but there was really no need to do it right there in that situation. You usually only see the punters do that when it's going to, uh, they're trying to let that one bounce into the end zone. I think he kind of just lost it. A lot of hang time on that one. May lost in the lights a little bit. And, yeah, it kind of swings the field about 15, 10, 15 extra yards for uh, Watkins. So Valley will have it at their 28-yard line, trailing 14 to 13. Rodgers gets the snap, looking to throw, and the catch is made to about the 35-36 yard line, bringing up second and short. Let's pause for station identification. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on WCLT, W254CT Newark, Kate 98.7. Trent Clark on that reception on first down brings it up second and three from the Valley 35-yard line with six and a half minutes remaining. Fourth quarter, 14-13. Watkins leads this by a point. Here comes the blitz. Hand off to Marcus. And we'll wait for the official signal. And if it's close, they're moving it. Yep. Plain and simple. <laughs> uh, uh, there will be no measurements tonight. Well, we'll see. I've, I'm pretty <laughs> sure of that one. I think maybe if it's this situation in less than five minutes maybe. But, um, 
for the Panthers, continue to, you know, just chip away. Take what Watkins is giving you. These little short passes, going for about five, six yards, giving it to Marcus. He's been the workhorse here tonight. Um, he's been good for a positive game almost every time he touches the football. First and ten, Valley at the 38. Pressure comes, a screen pass, and knocked behind the line of scrimmage. Marcus makes the catch, and a, a unbelievable personal foul on Watkins. After the play was done, it will be, instead of second down and 14, a huge personal foul, a late hit way past the whistle stopping. Victor Oliver, who's made a couple of huge plays this season, that one he will want to forget because it's going to be a first down for Looking Valley. Yeah, that uh, he just kind of tangled up right there with the Valley player, and he just no need to push him down to the ground there. And we've seen penalties be really costly for the Panthers in that first half, and this is a huge one now against the Warriors. Now in plus territory. And the fresh set of downs, and like you said, it was about to be second and 14. Now, inside Watkins territory, first and 10. They were at their 34, now they're at Watkins' 45-yard line. Here's Marcus up the middle, close to the 40-yard line, about a four-and-a-half-yard pickup as we come up on five minutes remaining. And this is, this is the drive right here. This is probably the last time the Panthers will have to touch the football, at least comfortably, with a lot of time and some timeouts to work with. And Yeah, just try not to get any negative plays. If you're Hayden Rodgers and you drop back to pass, do not take a sack. Here comes the blitz. Marcus off the right side. will get to the 36-yard line, be about a yard short. And it'll be a third down and one here for Valley. No doubt two down territory if they're not able to pick up this yard on first down. But they would love to do it. Wonderful go Wildcat here with Marcus on a third and one. Let's see. And they will. And Watkins was offside. They were coming hard, and they just were about a half second early. So take it to the 31-yard line, first and 10 Valley. Yep. Same thing. Crucial. Yeah, same, I mean, it's kind of a switch, flipping the script. This is what happened to the Panthers in the first half, these crucial penalties and crucial situations. Now it's all happening with the Warriors. The Panthers are able to clear up their penalties for the most part, but penalties still haunting the Warriors. And now, yeah. Time starting to become a factor. Under four minutes to play. A field goal wins it. Coming up to the line of scrimmage. First and ten Valley at the Watkins 31-yard line. Here's the pitch to Marcus. Hit behind the line of scrimmage. Breaks one tackle, but then is stopped about a yard behind the line. Three minutes, 37 seconds. Valley with all three timeouts. Watkins with two. Second down and 11 from the 32. Good job that time by the Warriors. They've been. Marcus has been able to get about four or five yards per carry on this drive so far. Stopped them for a loss that time. Try to want want to try to force Hayden Rogers to throw the ball. Nope. And they tried to jump again, and they go off sides. So second and 11 becomes second down and six. Three 
11 remaining. And I hate to say it, but the Watkins defense is helping out the Valley offense big time. Absolutely. They already... Four penalties in the first half by that by Watkins. Six already here in the second half. And three just on this drive. At the 27. Second down and six. Rodgers. Now with a hard count. Almost got him to bite. Now he's looking to throw. And the catch is made. And getting the first down inside the 20-yard line. Trent Clark once again. Good easy rollout. Nice pitch and catch. Yeah, these little out routes have been working all night for the Panthers and really in no rush here. I mean, I'm not sure, you know, I'm, you, you want to put this one in the end zone. You don't want to leave it up to a field goal doing it, especially based off how your field goal slash extra point unit has been so far here tonight. Now at Watkins' 18-yard line. Two minutes, 32 seconds remain. Watkins up by a point. Here's the handoff to Marcus. Good run. Getting close to the 10-yard line. Just about two yards shy of a first down. Looks like Watkins wants to call a timeout here. And nobody sees it. And he finally is able to call a timeout. With two minutes and 19 seconds to go. And you're in field goal range. Yep. And you have to wonder about the psyche a little bit with Jacob Wheeler with the block extra point and then the missed field goal from 29 yards. I know Coach, Bo- Coach Boffman has confidence in him. They're definitely within his range right now. Yeah, I would uh, just try to put this one in. Don't even worry about it, right? If the opportunity's there... Um, get a touchdown. And this could be a situation, too. You know, Watkins only down, down to just one timeout. Now 2.19 left. You know, do you let the Panthers score here? No. no. I don't think you have the offense to go down the field. Yeah, that's probably the right call. Because their offense has been struggling. Still scoreless in the second half, but... You gotta. You can't really afford to give up a first down in this situation. This defense needs to rise up for the Warriors. Second down and three. Marcus behind Rodgers on this play. He will get the handoff and will be stopped shy of a first down. Watkins is going to hold on to that last timeout. It's going to be third down and two. And now they do decide to use it. So they're now out of timeouts. It's third and two from just outside the 10-yard line. Watkins up by a point, 14 to 13. Both teams coming in on four-game winning streaks. Watkins 5-1, Valley 4-2. Needless to say, huge computer points game for both. But Valley... You're looking at a Division Four team defeating a five and one Division Two team. Got to think that would put them potentially in the top eight if they are able to find a way to get the victory tonight. Mm-hmm. It was fourteen to seven at halftime, Watkins, and then Valley. Let's not forget ninety-seven yard drive to get within a point, led by. Trent Marcus with three huge plays on that drive. The extra point was blocked, so that's where we're at. Third down, 
about three, just outside the 10-yard line with two minutes, two seconds to go. Fans come to their feet. Rodgers in the gun with Marcus behind him. Now he goes up over center to make the, I think, again, change the call. He's got trips to the far side. Here's Marcus. Handoff. And we'll see where they mark it. And they're going to say fourth down. Holy cow. Fourth down from the nine-yard line. Clock will run. I'm going to thank Coach Bothmo. Let this clock run down, then call a timeout and make the decision. Yeah. Um, Wow. (laughs) I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a huge stop by that defense. I think, yeah, you got to get... You gotta take the field goal here. I think you, you gotta take the points if you feel confident in it. Um, you will be taking the timeout here, but I would I would take the field goal and put the pressure on that uh, Watkins offense because they have looked they've they've really struggled in the second half. They have not been able to put a drive together. They turn the ball over. Um, they fumbled the football, and you're really forcing Samsel to beat you with his arm if you take the field goal here because you do really, you, Watkins will have no timeouts, and they really can't really run the football uh, at all with Banks, who's been their best offensive player tonight despite the fumble. One minute, 14 seconds remaining. Valley with the timeout. Ball is at the nine. They have to get to the eight. It's fourth and one. You'd be looking at a 26-yard field goal if that's what they decide to do. Trent Marcus is coming out. To me, it looks like the offense is mm-hmm. on the field. Rogers talking to offensive coordinator, and they are going to wow. go for it. Here is your ball game. Fourth and one. Valley trailing Watkins, 14 to 13. They have to get to the eight-yard line. Trailing by a point, they are not going for the field goal unless they're trying to draw them off sides. Rogers comes up over center, and that might be what they're trying to do here. Nope. And up. Something happened. He looked. He was trying to snap it. I think. Oh, they're going to call offsides on Watkins. So it did work. I'm not sure, Garrett. I'm not sure about this. Now they're having more conversation. I don't. I honestly have no idea because it did look like there was something wrong with the snap. There was something wrong with the snap. And, and I, you can't move the ball. Right. If you move the ball, automatic. That's well start. Offsides against Watkins. Oh my goodness. Coach Waters can't believe it. I I I don't know. I honestly don't know. There was movement. Unless they're saying Watkins jump before right. the deal. The referee is trying to explain it to Coach Waters. Now the ball's at the five yard line. It's first and goal with a minute 13 left. So, now, so I think that was the plan. I don't know that they were going to run a play, but now let's see what they do. Rodgers is in the gun. Watkins out of timeouts. First and goal. Hand off Marcus. And he will be stopped at the four-yard line. So second down. Well, now I don't know. Like you're not going to have enough time to take the ball down. I was going to say if you were going to let him score, that was it. That you had to let him score in that play. Um, we're under a minute, 50 seconds. It's second and goal. They're going to say he just got back to the line of scrimmage at the five-yard line. Rogers taking his time as he should. Plenty of time on the play clock. Still 12 seconds there. 14-13, Watkins leads it. Rodgers looking back. 
He's ready. Second and goal. Here's the handoff to Marcus. He's tripped up, but he's still going forward and will get to the three-yard line. 22 seconds remaining. The clock will continue to roll, and that might be the last play, but nope. Coach Botham's going to call a timeout with 16 seconds to go. So one timeout left for Valley. 14-13, Watkins leads it. What a ball game. Yeah, this is this is a crazy game for sure. Both of these teams playing far from their best football in this one, I would say. Um, penalties, lots of penalties, just kind of lots of sloppiness, you know. And those two turnovers by Watkins in the second half, I think, really hurt him. They hurt him bad. Even though it resulted in zero points, it just took opportunities away from your offense to try to put points on the board. Just try to, you know, get another shot out there. I mean, it's it feels like an eternity since the uh, Warriors have been out there on the offense. Oh, no question. No question. And you look at this drive, how many crucial penalties have occurred? Four. Four. So, at the three-yard line, it's third and goal. Tight formation. Rodgers under center. And he's just going to roll out. He's got room, and he will score! Touchdown, Valley! With 12 seconds to go, their first lead of the ball game. They take the lead 19-14. to 14. I think... I think Watkins thought he was going to just run out and then slide down to set up the field goal attempt, but greener pastures were there for him, and he takes it in for the touchdown. Yeah, no need, right open lane, and, I mean, just a beautiful play from Hayden Rogers, and just this, this looking Valley team, I mean, it's looking like they're going to be able to pick up their fifth straight win and just talk about it, you know, a t- that turning point against West Holmes, that third game of the season. I mean, what would have happened if they weren't able to, you know, pull that one out and, you know, go on to lose that and start out 0-3? Who knows? But that win truly turned this team, uh, to turn this entire team season around. And just, I mean, this game... I'm just, I'm at a loss for words right now. I mean, I was not expecting Looking Valley to win this one here tonight, but like I said, unless Miracle happens here in 12 seconds, they have probably played their best game so far of the season, um, beating a great opponent here in the Warriors and just wearing them down, just taking, I want to say, over five, six minutes off the clock on that final possession. They will go for two, up 19 to 14. 12 seconds remain. Clock will stop on this two-point conversion. Rodgers, and he will keep it, and he's got a man wide open, and the two points is converted. It was in the back of the end zone trying to see who that was. you got better eyes than I do, Garrett. And now we've got a flag, and it's going to be unsportsmanlike against Watkins. Players are upset, and either something was said, which I'm going to guess did occur, and it will now make the kickoff from about the 45-yard line. They'll probably, well, they might squib it here. We'll have to wait and see. But the two-point conversion is good. That makes it 21-14. to 14. 
And Licking Valley coming back from a 14-7 halftime deficit with two touchdowns in this second half and their defense coming to life. Two turnovers were huge. And the Panthers are 12 seconds away from a mammoth road victory. Yeah, you got to give credit to Licking Valley too, but just kind of a self-destruction by that Warriors defense on the final play of the drive. It was at one point, second and 14, ball was around the 30, 35-yard line of Licking Valley. Uh, late hit, personal foul. After the play was over, it seemed like after that, you know, you get the ball, then pass midfield into uh, Warriors territory, and then just penalty after penalty. They just started mounting up four total penalties on that final drive for the Panthers, which just extended it and helped them out so much. And just to just a lack of offensive firepower in the second half, what really cost this Warrior football team. The squib kick goes into the end zone, so it will be a touchback. So Watkins has to find a way to go 80 yards in 12 seconds with no well, timeouts. Hey, we've seen it. We've seen it before. Just a couple weeks ago, uh, Thomas Worthington did yep. something similar against Newark. Um, this way, yeah, prevent. Prevent defense. Can't stress it enough. Keep everything in front of you. There's no timeouts, and they need a touchdown. The field goal's not going to cut it. So literally keep everything in front of you in this point in the game. you got two plays here if you're the Warriors, and your offense, too. It's just they have looked hapless here in the second, second, second half. At the 20, 12 ticks remain. 21-14, Valley leads it. Samsel in the gun. Will go back to throw. Looking, looking, and he is going to be sacked at the 15-yard line, and that will do it. As we are down to two seconds, one, ball game. Licking Valley comes to Watkins and stuns the Warriors by a final of 21-14. to 14. And, folks, we're talking about Granville and Watkins for the LCL Buckeye. Hold on, folks. Here come the Panthers. They want that title. And they get one massive victory on the road tonight, defeating Watkins 21-14. We'll come back and talk about it after this timeout. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Coaches often explain a loss by saying their players failed to protect the quarterback. What do you say? <laughs> protecting your assets is important in life as it is in football. I'm Brett Boyer from Boyer Insurance, and our team is here to provide the coverage for your life's fumbles. So if your zone gets flooded or an employee injures their backfield, you can recover. Stay on the ball with the help of our team at Boyer Insurance in Zanesville and Coshocton and online at BoyerINS.com. Hi, this is Chris from KSIP Service Center. You often have to wonder if a company has to spend so much money on a national level marketing, if they're really able to provide that level of service to keep you as a customer, or if they have to continue to spend that money just to get new customers. At KSEPs, we want customers for life. And what that means is we don't have to try as hard to get new customers. Don't you want to do business with someone that you trust? KSEP Service Center, located in Johnstown, Granville, and online at k-seps.com. KSEPs, quality you can trust. 
You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. Everyone's always on a time crunch. Whether you're pushing your team to the end zone to score or pushing to finish the construction job for the customer so you don't have time to be waiting for materials. Get the lighting and electrical supplies you need when you need them, even in job lot quantities. At Linden Lighting and Supply, 200 West Monroe Street in Zanesville. LindenLighting.com. Get what you need. Get it fast. Get back to work. Good luck to all area teams this year. At Lincoln Memorial Health Systems, our mission is to improve the health of the community. Our facilities utilize state-of-the-art technology that surpasses the standard for community hospitals to provide excellent health care for Licking County residents. Our health care technology features surgical robotics, advanced patient monitoring systems, cutting-edge imaging, and more to enhance patient outcomes, recovery, and safety. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case ninety eight point seven. Hi, this is Charlie Burwell from Church Street Floor Covering, and we're happy to welcome back all the high school football players to the field. At Church Street Floor Covering, we support all local athletes and wish them the best of luck this season. If you're looking for flooring that can stand up to whatever your home team throws at it, come see us at Church Street Floor Covering. We've been scoring big points with our customers for over 30 years. Church Street Floor Coverings, across from the Buckeye Valley YMCA. And don't forget to tell them, Charlie sent you. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use Provia's Siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text Mike'sRoofing.net. Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. Welcome back to Watkins Memorial. Our final a thriller here as Licking Valley gets the road victory over the Warriors by a final of 21-14. to It was 14-7, to Watkins at halftime, and they were able to force a three and out to start that third quarter. And then it was basically Valley doing what they needed to do offensively with a nine-play, 97-yard drive capped off by Trent Marcus's 32-yard touchdown run. That made it 14-13. Then things really got interesting. The extra point was blocked, and then back and forth we went. Basically, the back and forth was Valley's offense and Watkins' defense. Watkins did have a drive, but it was ended by a fumble at Valley's 28-yard line, and then Valley got down, and it looked like they had a 29-yard field goal after a fumbled punt when they had started at Watkins' 5-yard line. But the field goal was said no good, and then Watkins, we still have to question where that ball was placed after the missed field goal. As it wasn't at the 20, and they had it marked inside that, but they were able to get one first down, but then the penalty bud just started to bite and bite and bite. Valley gets the ball one more time. They faced a fourth and one at the nine-yard line of Watkins, and then a you got to call it a controversial call. 
and it was offsides against Watkins, moved it to the five, and then a few ticks to go. Hayden Rogers rolls out and scores from three yards. The two-point conversion is good. It's 21-14 to 14 with 12 seconds to go. A sack on Watkins' next offensive play. And that's your ball game. Yeah, I mean, penalties and the officiating was far from perfect tonight on both sides. You know, there was that field goal that who knows if it was good or not. It was called no good on the field. Um, and then, of course, like you said, that fourth and one, who knows what happened if there was uh, uh, movement from the center with the ball or if it was offsides. But, yeah, penalties quite literally killed the Warriors in tonight's game. Twelve penalties is what I have down. Eight in the second half and four on that final mm. drive to give Licking Valley the lead, but you still got to give credit to the Panthers. You know, they got momentum first in that second half when they went down the field. What did you say, 93, 97. 97 yards. 97. I mean, to go 97 yards on this defense yep. is huge. Even though the extra point is blocked, they got in the end zone. It was all Trent Marcus. I got to give Trent Marcus kind of the MVP award tonight because he was absolutely outstanding for Licking Valley, and especially on that drive. They got momentum, even though even though even though they were down by one, it still seemed like that they were in control of this game. They were just able to move the ball more efficiently on offense, even though they weren't putting up points on the board. They they were able to just move the chains, and for Watkins, it was they had basically no answer for third and ten pluses. Whenever it was behind the chains, third and eight, third and nine, it was a passing situation. They needed eight, seven plus yards. There was nothing that they could they, they could execute um, tonight. Just two for nine on third downs, um, and their offense just was completely lifeless in that second half. They didn't have many opportunities, and even though the two turnovers resulted in no points for the Panthers tonight, they were huge because it just limited the times. It seems like we only saw the Watkins offense out there like three times, four times maybe in the second half. They didn't even maybe one time in that entire fourth quarter. Um, but just a, just a lack of offensive execution tonight is what really killed the Warriors and just penalties on the defensive side. Yeah, uh, just a huge personal foul penalty on a second and 14. Mm-hmm. Then a couple of just offside penalties that were absolutely killers. But... Valley's defense stayed the course. They gave up a couple of huge runs to Banks, um, but they just really made them one-dimensional. You had the big pass play to the tight end, Kirk, but again, that fumble inside the 30-yard line, they go up by two scores there. It's probably ball game, but that left the door open, and Valley took advantage of it, and it was a hard-fought game. Both teams left it all out on the field. Like you said, it wasn't pretty, but I think the other team on both sides had a lot to do with that because this was a, a big make, uh, you know, markup game for the LCL Buckeye, and they knew it was going to be hard fought, and it really was. And right now, this Valley team is looking really, really good, be it at home or on the road. They got another tough one at home against Wheeling Lindsay next week, but uh, I like the way this team is playing. Yeah, they're hot. They are peaking at the right time. Um, you, those first two weeks. I mean, I'm sure Heath is very happy they played Valley in week two, right? <laughs> yep. They went 46-13 or yeah. something. It was a blowout in week two, um, because I'm sure yeah, Heath does not want any part of this 
Valley team now, and that that loss, that blowout loss to Heath, woke this team up, and they are playing very, very great. They are just clicking all cylinders, and their chemistry, they just seem all to be playing together really good team football, just feeding off each other. There's not really one guy trying to do too much out there. Um, and yeah, they we do the Granville game in two weeks, and I am very, very excited to see that game. Um, Valley versus Granville. So, but yeah, give credit to Valley too. They had five penalties. That's why really they were trailing at halftime yep. initially. Yep. They gave up some crucial penalties. They gave up a it was an offsides on a punt formation, extended the drive, but they cleaned it up. Only one penalty in the second half, and I feel like that's a big reason too why they were able to win this game. Fifth straight win for the Panthers, 21-14 over Watkins. We'll wrap it up after our final timeout. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Carpenters Market in Somerset, pride supporter of all area high school football teams, invites you to stop in and stock up on all the meat, deli, and dairy items you need. They're open seven days a week and have the best selection of local produce and local beef. While you're in the store, be sure to check out their weekly specials. You'll save real money on their discounted meat boxes. They're the ideal place to stock up for the colder weather to come. Look for Carpenters Market on Facebook and at 103 South Columbus Street in Somerset. With power and versatility, the Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forge work. Up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, all-day comfort. And your choice of a 30 by 15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission. And rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your hometown Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Sainsville or online at LashleyTractor.com. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Kate 98.7. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks has been your trusted truck accessories supplier for years, and now they've got Patriot Spray and Liner, the newest technology for your truck bed. Get wear, tear, and corrosion protection with the best spray in bed liners, backed by Patriot's nationwide warranty. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks installers will ensure a uniform application that will protect your truck from everything you throw at it. Plus, it looks great, and it can be installed quickly. Patriot Liners and McGuire's Distinctive Trucks in Carroll, your truck partner. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use Provia's Siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text Mike'sRoofing.net. Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. Hope you can join us Monday night for our next edition of the Licking County Locker Room live from Ship Brothers Brewing, downtown Newark. We'll be highlighting the Licking Heights High School and have football coach Austin Druyard with us as well as a couple players as well. We'll be talking volleyball as well. That'll be Monday night. 6.30 here on Kate 98.7. And then next Friday night, 
We will be over at Swain Field as the Heath Bulldogs welcome in the Vikings of Northridge. Both of them victorious tonight. Heath winning at Utica 21-14. to uh-huh. So that was a battle. And Northridge defeating Lakewood by a final of 19-7 to for their second win. So we'll have that LCL Cardinal game for you next Friday night from Heath with the pregame at 645 and kickoff at 7 o'clock. Thanks to our engineer and producer, Kenny Peck, back at the studio. Thank you, Kenny. For Garrett Wandel, this is Brian Mays. Again, your final score from Watkins Memorial. Licking Valley 21 and the Warriors 14. Have a great Friday night and rest of your weekend, everybody. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. This has been an official WCLT sports presentation on Kate 98.7. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Tonight's game was brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating, Licking Memorial Health Systems, KSEPS Auto Body and Service Center, Lashley Tractor Sales, and Mike's Roofing.